Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned here with that old man. This is what I am, what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. damn. My doja kosher game over, soldier, I'm coolin' Be on the sofa Niggas is posers and I'm the sculptor Don't mean it, it's soldier, but fuck the vultures, I Feel them the dopeness and proper dosage, I Crank up the focus to get it amplified Fill it in the ceiling, but still in some bigger fist Well, do it live! Uh, that is, of course, unless you're not listening live This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast It is Wednesday, September 26th, 2018 uh, I'm your host, I'm Travis Bryant, and very shortly, I'll be joined by my co-host extraordinaire, Cameron Hawkins, and we will run down uh, the main topics, and probably some not-so-main topics, of the last week in televised pro wrestling. Uh, in the meantime, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent information. Uh, if you want to have your voice heard on this here show, there are two ways of going about that. Uh, way number one, talk to us live on air. Get get yourself in queue. We'll definitely get you sometime uh, throughout the broadcast. Hit us up on the Constellation lines. Give us a call at 347-202-0103. Once again, hit us up live on the Constellation lines. Call us at 347-202-0103. And the other way of having your voice heard on this here show uh, is to call our voicemail line. Drop us a voicemail. You've got three minutes. You've got questions, comments. You want three minutes to rant about a certain topic or to heap praise upon thee? Hit the voicemail line at 415-787-5229. Once again, that's 415-787-5229. And that's the voicemail line. You can also hit us old school on the email tip. Uh, hit the email bag. It's always uh, open and constantly being refreshed throughout the show. Uh, hit us up at East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. So far, we've got one and one, non-VIP and one VIP. So get your emails in, East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Twitter is always an option. Find the show on Twitter at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. And you can find my personal Twitter at TravLord. And you can find Cam at Seahawk. Speaking of Cam, let's uh, – oh, oh, there he is. Yeah, let's Get him on. Cam, what's happening? What's going on, man? How's everything? Everything is just fine. Good to hear, good to hear. So, yeah, so that are, that's the ways to get at us on the Twitter, at East Coast Cast, at Trap Lord, at Seahawk. And the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook, on the Facebook fan page, and that can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch, East Coast Cast. And shout out this week to Mitchell Herbert. I don't know, is that the uh, infamous uh, Hey Bear uh, Clams on Twitter? I don't, I don't know. Nice, uh, but he, not sure. He just made himself heard again uh, with with a, with another outlandish, ridiculous tweet. 
uh, in response to you, the poll with 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 Bree and and kicking Liv Morgan in the face and yeah wow. he's usually he's usually on the tip of women wrestlers being offered to men wrestlers you know sexual things now uh, he's got a he's got a conspiracy about Brie Bella just kicking bitches in the face because that's what she wanted to do. So, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know, Mitchell, if you are Hey Bear uh, on Twitter, but I <laughs> appreciate the like. Uh, yeah, so go like the page, uh, you know, post it on your timeline, tag your wrestling pals in it, get the, uh, get the thing spreading that way. Uh, Cam, headlines, poll results, where are we going to start this week? No, I, I just saw that poll result. That's a crazy person. Um, yeah, I mean... Whew, we can go with um, definitely go with the polls, um, not the most newsworthy week as far as like specific incidents, but um, yeah, polls. Um, I asked if WWE Evolution is currently being treated as a footnote. Eighty-two um, percent say yes, eighteen percent say no. Um, our man Kevin from Stunt Grand is basically like you know, pay-per-views that have a pay-per-view before them are treated typically treated like this. I guess I felt like this would be unique in that, like, they, they introduced it as a first. It seemed like they were kind of building to some matches, and then that kind of went away. Um, but the majority of people feel like it is being, being treated as a footnote. Um, you know, Brie Bella um, appeared to, you know, give Liv Morgan a concussion or something close to it, you know, based on some mm-hmm. kicks in their match on Monday. And I asked if her missteps and errors during matches are being unfairly blown out of proportion. Um, 58% say no, 42% say yes. Now, personally, like, I do feel like like she's as, – as somebody, I don't like wrestling. I feel like people are treating her unfairly <laughs> because yeah. it's like, you know, people, people get hurt in wrestling. Like, it, it, it happens. Yeah. Um, it's not like she has a propensity to do something that other people who aren't considered better are doing. Like, you know, Seth Rollins had that year – that calendar year where he broke Cena's nose, messed up Balor's shoulder, and retired Sting. Retired Sting. Like those things yeah. happen. You know, we consider him to be top tier. You know, there's Shinsuke Nakamura, you know, hurting John Cena. Like, these things happen. Um, and so people were saying, well, like, she doesn't need right. to be in WWE. That was on John like, Cena, to be, to be fair to Shinsuke. And also, to be fair I mean, to... Even then, if it's on John Cena, like, it's still the same thing. Like, people aren't calling for yeah. John Cena's head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, ex- excellent point. And and the same with Seth Rollins. Um, he did, you know, there was a lot of scrutiny on him. Um, it, and and even and he, I think even then I thought it was like it's un, it's a bit unfair. No, I don't think Seth Rollins is a guy at that point. You know, you've seen wrestle for you know almost ten years. Like I've never thought of him as a reckless worker. Like maybe a spot monkey, but that doesn't necessarily mean. Uh, you know, you know, reckless. Like he's he's taking care of his guys, and there were just some uh, unfortunate events, you know, in a in a year that 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 did not make him look well. But he recovered. But he did get scrutiny. I, I don't want to make it seem like you know, uh, you know, she's getting a, she's getting a ton, which I think is in some yeah, ways. But I mean, they but, they yeah. they didn't call for his job. That's the thing. they did not. They absolutely they did, did not. Like, that's kind of the where I stand, and I specifically said that in a tweet either yesterday or the day before. Like, if you're not calling for Seth Rollins' job, like I don't care if you're calling for Brie Bella's job. Like, it just yeah. doesn't carry weight. Um, the third one was, um, did you expect WWE to give 
Kevin Owens, quote-unquote, more with his departure and return storyline? Um, 70% said yes, 30% said no. And, you know, I did think he was being treated as a more serious character with that. This was like a step up. But, I mean, there, there are a lot of moving pieces. Like, as much as I like Kevin Owens, you always have to ask the question, what is there for him to do right now? You know, it's a, it's yeah, a card log jam right now. Um, I would so. I would imagine I would imagine a good portion of that seventy percent that voted yes, he's, he's you expected more, expected more, less because it was Kevin Owens and more because it was just just take his position on the card, you know, solid right. upper mid card guy getting what seems like whoa, this is about to be something kind of an angle, and then it turns into nothing. It's not like they did it with Jinder Mahal or. Or, or, or someone lower on the card where you can kind of, you know, drop storylines and people, they'll notice but won't give you grief about it. This was just like, well, what'd you do all that for two weeks ago? If we're, if we're at, it, like, what was that for? That's, I think, most of that's, that 70% would mm-hmm. uh, probably say yeah, that's I why mean, I expected more. Yeah. Just, just because of what it was, not even because of who. Mm-hmm. But With... um. The fourth poll, you know, with managers and valets having a larger role recently, what newer tandem are you most interested in? Um, 9% said Finn Balor and Bailey. 16% said Authors of Pain and Drake Maverick. 35% said uh, Lashley and Leo Rush. And 40% said Truth and Carmella. So that's like... I am... Yeah. Puzzled. Congrats to them, man. Like, you know... Baffled by this People like our truth. I was like, the Lashley-Leo Rush thing is by far the most dynamic, you know, new uh, pairing, you know, especially of these four. This is all very new. This everybody got paired up in the last four weeks. But like, Lashley and, 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 and Leo's going to run away with this. And they came in second, and Carmella and True, they beat him handedly, you know, by five points. People really like that. I don't dislike the Truth Carmella stuff. I wish it got to where it's at a little more organically. Uh, but I think they just said, hey, this is where we want to be in six weeks and traffic cones be damned. Um, and the way that people responded to that true TV last night, I thought was uh, like, hey, I, this not, might not be my thing, you know, but but look at truth. Try, you know, they're still doing the little, you know, truth doesn't know words thing, but, you know, but look at him trying to be hit, you know, hitting the folks instead of like, you know, he still did his dumb split from, you know, 1997. But, uh, uh, but you know, he hit some folks and he's, you know, he went blonde because he bougie, you know, dyed the tips of his locks. And, you know, so he's, you know, he's trying. Clearly, he's, he's engaged in, 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 in the culture, uh, at least to uh-huh. some extent. But I wasn't expecting them to, to get over the way they are. So, and not just with the WWE audience. Clearly, with the uh, with the PW Torch East Coast Cast type audience, you know, internet Twitter audience too. Uh, mm. I'm 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 shocked. I would not have uh, guessed it. Yeah, and then the um, the final poll was if you either watched or didn't watch the Greatest Royal Rumble, are you planning to watch or not watch Crown Jewel, and why? Um, so one percent said they didn't watch. GRR, but they are planning on watching Crown Jewel. 23% both said that they either watched the first one and won't watch the second one, or didn't watch the first one and also won't watch the second one. 
and 53% said that they um, watched the first one and plan on watching the second one. Another, um, another you know, shocking the, the poll. was like, you know, a lot of people are completionists. A lot of people, um, yeah, Greg said that. Wrestling's available. They watch wrestling. I, I get it. Um, yeah. it. It's one of those things where, again, like I'm just like, nah, it's not for me. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's not for me. Like you know, but but um, certainly don't fault anybody for watching. And I watch a lot of things that, you know, I'd, I'd like to ask that one that that one percent that didn't watch the greatest Royal Rumble, but it's which would had which had the crazy yeah, hype I, I think and, that and all you that. hear word of mouth, you hear cool things happen on a show. Um, and you're like, okay, you know, but, second time around. But who's that that didn't watch that with all that hype, but will watch Crown Jewel, which I've heard like once or twice in the last in, in the last week. I mean, just based on hype. But I mean, and, you're getting the biggest difference. Yeah. Like you get, um, well, I mean, like, who's going to, I'm trying to think of what the new, I mean, you get a triple threat match for the title. Um, bronze involved. Um, right. I think that's the only thing announced for that show. I could be wrong. Yeah. So, you know, could have been being a contrarian, but you know, somebody like interested in it that way. Um, yeah. Interesting. So yeah, no, that was some good. Uh, that was some good, good, good polls, good interaction this week. Thanks everybody. I uh, appreciate you guys. Uh, uh, interacting and and having some good conversations. Um, yeah, what what would be, what's the uh, you know headline for this week? Not a not a. I mean, Raw was kind of yeah certainly paint by numbers. SmackDown a little more exciting, but you know nothing gigantic. No pay per view. Think the next big show is that you know ten days away or you know two weeks away. So. Yeah, what's uh, what's your main main thing uh, in the last seven days? I mean, probably the biggest thing is like not an on-screen thing. It's probably his WWE stock about to hit a hundred dollars a share. A hundred dollars. Um, yeah. Yeah, just you know, with all the things going on with the, with the TV viewership not being where you think it'd be, even with Monday Night Football going on, they are making a lot of money, and mm-hmm. I think the conversation kind of has to be around. Things that are coming up, they're, um, you know, there's a lot of talk about maybe Shawn Michaels coming back um, for a match. And kind of the conversation went to, like, how desperate are they? And I'm like, that's not desperation. It's greed. Um, But it's not desperation. And it might be something he just wants to do. But, yeah, WWE's in in this position where they they have all this talent that seems to be interchangeable because they're still making a ton of money. And um, maybe that boost is bringing back these older acts for these special shows. Like maybe that's that's where the uh, where the bump is. Maybe that's how you get the extra numbers when you have uh, you know these WWE Network specials. Like, yeah, it, it's just kind of um, the, the headline isn't what's going on specifically with one event. It's just kind of you know things are changing like. Depending on who you ask, right now, like Becky Lynch is the biggest story on SmackDown, like the Becky Lynch oh, yeah. Charlotte feud. The things they're allowing mm-hmm. her to do are just so different from what um, female acts have done. Like she's attacking her during photo shoots. Bam! Uh, the way she talked to Lana backstage, I was like, yeah. "Whoa!" 
Like, yeah. the tone, the matter-of-factness, just the, I'm going to rip your arm off. You won't even be able to carry your bags. I don't even have beef with you, but you were you my business because you, you in my division. Like, yeah, it's my spotlight, man. So, yeah, for, for me personally, Becky's uh, definitely the biggest thing going on SmackDown. Certainly the most... Uh, so certainly the most interesting. I hadn't seen the second half or the last 40 minutes of SmackDown, and it's on now. Orton just attacked uh, uh, Ty Dillinger, so I, I saw the alert. So I didn't, but I don't know how the Joe going to AJ's crib worked out. I didn't hear people complaining about it, but I didn't hear people saying it was like particularly great either. Uh, but I'm always. I, I'm always weary, <laughs> you know, like if I'm in a book, you know, booking room, writing room, creative meeting, and somebody brings up, hey, maybe we can do an offsite, you know, home shoot with the, you know, one at wrestler A going to wrestler B's home or like it's hotel rooms and stuff. That's enough. Like going to somebody's house and tormenting. But again, I didn't see it yet. I'm sure I'll see it in the next 20 minutes or so. But uh, yeah. Any thoughts on on that home invasion or whatever it was? I don't know. I mean, not particularly. Um, Yeah, they have such this long history. Like, that was the natural progression in the story, but it's going to lead to a good match. Like, it's just kind of what it is. And Shinsuke is just a whole piece. He could have let Ty Dillinger, he could have left him alone. <laughs> yeah, and then Randy Orton's like stalking Shinsuke's op- opponents now. I, I don't know. Maybe he cut the check. Ooh. Right yeah. So, all right, let's let's uh, let's talk to some people. Hit us up again on the Constellation Line, 347-202-0103. room is open if you wanted to uh, head there and uh, talk to uh, ah, D. Lou, one of the twins. Is uh, in the chat room all by himself. So go say what's up, to D. Lou. And uh, yeah, in the meantime, let's talk to some folks. <coughs> let's, uh, let's go out west and talk to our good pal, longtime listener, 27-year pro wrestling newsletter and VIP subscriber, at Arizona's finest. Let's uh, talk to Brian Austin. Uh, Brian, what's happening? What up? Hey, Trav. Hey, Cam. Hopefully you both have a real good night. Thanks a lot for having me on. As always, I appreciate it. Yeah, man. What's happening? What's Brian, on, I, I really didn't know you were Ethiopian, man. It's, it's, it's cool to hear. <laughs> I appreciate that, too, Cam, uh, because, of course, I was just, you know, typing away, and I just totally went went from mi- minutes to miles. So thank you for correcting me. I appreciate yeah, that. You're a special talent, sir. Uh, well, you know, we got to keep moving. we got to keep hustling, right? <laughs> we have to, Exactly. So uh, speaking of that, and I didn't, I didn't call about this part, and of course I will send an uh, email to the exclusive VIP portion of the East Coast cast. But I was watching just some um, classic, and they say classic, only and it only ended a couple of years ago, but some Key and Peele stuff. And I'm still watching them. I was watching one again with um, uh, Peele's playing uh, president, playing President Obama, and he's walking down the hall shaking hands with, with people, and that's just such <laughs> a great, uh, great segment there. And somebody, yeah. you know, they, they did one with Marvel yeah. movies about, you know, what yeah, how you like the fire this weekend, yeah. and everybody had a knockoff version, which you know that's that's how the internet works. Of course, that's where most creativity comes from. Somebody copies somebody else, but um, 
I thought that was the most, even though I didn't necessarily agree, you know, I'm the, I'm the, probably the one guy that really likes uh, Thor 2. Um, so, but the gimmick, like, it's amazing what catches. The internet never lets me down. Like, never. And they do. Mm-hmm. They always let me down. I would have done that. But no, the internet uh, for the win. Uh, and Key and Peel, I don't know if it's because they've been off the air and doing other things, but Man, their fan or not fan base, but like the, the the opinion on those guys, like is like as Key and Peel as a duo. That show, not uh, um, you know, one as a director and one as a, whatever. Um, man, they get people either really like them or like fuck them corny ass. You know, it's like whoa, wait, what? They don't make you laugh. They don't bring joy to your life. Uh, yeah, I didn't hmm. I didn't know that until like you know you stuff on uh, like that thread like the like the Marvel one like your first inch your first response is y'all both some corny motherfuckers talking about he and Peel and uh, uh, Jamel um, who shared it or made it Jamel uh, Jamel Hill <laughs> and then her response was perfect like well yeah and rich, and rich as fuck or whatever but it's uh, yeah I didn't mean to go off on that but yeah it's odd with, with those those things. Um, hey, the reason um, well, I did call in, I want to leave a question, but um, – well, actually, I do, yeah, I do have two questions, but I will uh, talk about – I went down south uh, to Tucson over the weekend to watch a WWE house show. It's okay. a little shorter little shorter than two-hour drive from my house. And uh, spent the night – spent the Saturday night there. The car was Saturday night, came back Sunday. So it was a nice getaway from um, the Phoenix area. So yeah. um, overall, I had, you know, I, I will always enjoy going to um, – going to see WWE. And with this being a house show, of course, I sent a uh, report into um, P- uh, PW Torch, and they uh, put it on the website. But um, mm-hmm. again, like, you know, this being a Saturday night, ton of families there. Uh, you know, it's always good to interact with people, you know, give some high fives to kids and stuff like that. You know, ask them about their signs or what they're wearing and things like that. So, so I always enjoy doing that part. But um, the part I, I want to lean on most is because I um, emailed East Coast cast about how I was not wanting Becky Lynch to turn heel before um, Hell in a Cell, and um, you know we we know how it's going now. And she uh, cut up she uh, Becky cut a a heelish promo on that was shown on the mini tron that they had there, and then during the match she was pretty much a heel. And where I was sitting at, if I if there would have been like a live taping. The car cam was facing me, so I would have been on TV probably. Or you probably got me the fringes of me being on TV. So that's where I was sitting at. And um, I wasn't on the floor, but, you know, the, the next rows up. And I could, way she, where she, if she would have grabbed the tights, I couldn't have seen it because she would have grabbed the tights actually the hard camera side. So I wouldn't okay. have seen it. But that's what it looked like she did. And then she left. But like I mentioned, Trav and Cam, is that she was, I mean, um, she was – cheered heavily. The two people in front of me were like had Becky shirts on, the girl had glass. And this was like a young couple, so maybe in the early twenties. She had like the Becky goggles on. But mm-hmm. Charlotte was also really cheered a lot too. Now was it boot a little bit for going against Becky, but like once Charlotte left, I mean like Becky left, of course being the, the heel and she left first and then they played Charlotte's music. Charlotte walked around giving high fives, everybody was cheering for her. She's posing for selfies and everything like that. And then she gets to the top of the stage and waves and everybody starts cheering for her again. So if it's, what was the finish of that match? Oh, so um Becky rolled up Charlotte and again I couldn't see if she actually grabbed the Oh right, or with not. the tights. Okay, so was it cuz I'm thinking high five and 
but she lost on a leverage pin. It's not like you should be selling your arm or, you know, like right. devastating finishing move or something. But okay, she's thinking as a psychology. Right. So, so as we were saying, you know, I don't think it's like a at least with this again. This is a house show, mostly families. They are, you know, is it like Charlotte being treated like Roman, like or she's getting flashed, getting um, feedback, I should say, like Roman because she's being overpushed. For the families, she was just as popular. She just happened to be facing somebody that's a little bit more popular, being Becky. And there was like again Becky Chance and everything like that. So that was my biggest uh, get from the house show. Cam, anything? Well, how many people did the building hold? It's always what I'm interested in. Like, was it? No, you said like you know Charlotte got her cheese. How many people were in the crowd? That's a good question, Cam, because I've never been good at estimating that. It's a hockey arena. It's a convention center, but part of the convention center is attached to a, as Tucson, I think, Roadrunners hockey. And it was a, a nice-sized crowd. I think I estimated between eight, eight, around 8,000. The whole lower, like the floor was pretty much full. There were some, some, nice, some decent gaps in the floor, though. In my section, I was in a one-on-one section. Um, the seat, there was like four seats next to me to my right. I'm on the aisle. I was to my left on my right. There were four seats next to me that were empty. But besides all around me, um, it was pretty much, you know, you could see spots of seats being missing. Same thing right across where the camera would have been at. That section was, um, was, was pretty, pretty packed. And then you go up to the 200 section, that's where things kind of leveled off a little bit. My tickets, I mentioned, were 75 bucks, 83 with, uh, with Ticketmaster taking care of everything. Yeah. Um, you know, mean, right it's... where – Go ahead. You said you weren't, uh, you know, great at estimating, but if you're anywhere close to being right with the edit, with an eight thousand, you know, if they got eight thousand people to show up in Tucson for a house show on on a on a what it was a Friday, a Saturday yep. night. Yes, sir. I mean, that's uh, that's damn. That's good. I mean, business is good when they were doing, you know, house shows were averaging, you know, usually average about fifty five hundred people. I think. Uh, so if they're anywhere close to 8,000, and again, given, I understand you aren't the best estimator, as you said, but still, uh, that they got a good house, you know, not a, again, there's not a big giant thing going on, you know, that everybody's excited about or, or, or rallied around. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, it was, again, it was standard house show stuff. Um, the faces were over. There wasn't like a whole lot of bad guy cheers, with the exception of Joe. It was Joe versus um, AJ for the um, championship, and that was the main event. Joe got the most heat, but everybody else, you know, was either be face or heel. Was pretty much, you know, like like politely cheered. Let's say it that way. Um, there were two girls dressed up. One was one was like let's say maybe seven or eight, and I'm getting <laughs> estimating ages, but they were uh, dressed up like as Bailey and one of the Bellas, which was uh, pretty okay. was pretty cute. Anyway. So uh, the two things I want to ask you was, and they're kind of interlinked. So I've noticed, I mean, I've read and maybe heard more so on podcasts about what has WWE defined a relationship of Renee Young and Dean Ambrose. Now, if if you step back and yourselves are deeper into the whole wrestling conversation than I am, I'm more of a listener rather than a participant besides calling you guys, um, you know, if you take about it and you just sit down, I think Wade Keller, editor publisher, I should say, Wade, Wade Keller mentioned this, is that we have to realize, or maybe he said WWE has to realize, but I think we have to realize that every show, there's one, there's probably at least one person that sits down, and that's the first time they watched 
a wrestling a WWE wrestling show on TV every episode. At least there's probably one person that sits down. Maybe it's the, you know, a girlfriend or luckily sitting next to her boyfriend and she starts watching mm-hmm. it for the first time. Or yeah, or somebody's mom or yeah, or Thanksgiving and or yeah, yeah, all kinds of reasons. So for the most part, unless you're, you know, I guess unless you watch, unless you're people like ourselves who watch it, watch it for a while, or you maybe watch Total D, but you don't realize that Renee Young and Dean Ambrose are married, and they haven't yeah. even alluded to it. Maybe Corey, Bra- Corey Graves, in a way, has kind of alluded to it this week. Yeah. Or, but you uh, have to week. know. Right. So I think that um, some people were mentioning that, um, and say some people, were mentioning that how, how, you know, how come Renee isn't reacting one way or another, especially when, like, um, when the Hills beat up, the Shield a couple weeks ago, and they beat up Dean like right on top of the uh, announce table, so I'm really pretty much right in front of um, Renee. Um, I don't have a problem with them kind of downplaying that relationship because if, I mean, we, you know, insider fans, they always know, we know who's married to who, but I'm trying to, you know, rack my brain as far as having, made, you know, you've had relatives, you know, um, like, for example, Joy, um, rest in peace both, Joy Morella was Gorilla Monsoon, a great announcer, Gorilla Monsoon's um, son, and they never talked about that on TV at all. Unless you knew about it, you knew about it. But, you know, to have like a yeah, commentator. I'm, I'm finding out I'm today years old when I found out uh, <laughs> they were father and son. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a problem with them just downplaying that relationship or not even mentioning that relationship. And then also um, the other thing I have here is that kind of looking at this is that I'm happy that Renee's doing commentary. And all things being equal, I'd rather have Corey Graves go to SmackDown. So I'd like the interplay between Corey and Tom and Byron. Rather, But, you know, if I was Corey, would I want to lead the flagship show? But we'll see what happens when um, SmackDown is Well, well it wouldn't be his, it wouldn't be his, his choice. Right. But I'm not sure if I want to hear Renee and Cole. Mm-hmm. And like, somebody else. Like, eh. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. Oh, you're saying Corey goes to SmackDown exclusively and they replace him with the third person on Raw? Yeah, because, hmm. uh, again, while I'm happy for Renee, if I do my research looking at this here, you know, there's no black representation on the announce team on, on Raw. Yeah, yeah. At least a year and a half since we've uh, had, uh, had a black announcer on there. What do you mean? Yeah, Coach and Booker T. Coach Booker T. And then uh, David. Well, David Tonga just did a week, according to this. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm just okay, saying so it's like they've had a black guy on account on the thing for like the last like three years or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. If it's either yeah, Booker or Coach. Either Booker, either Booker or Coach. Yeah. So. Just saying, you know, we had some repetition. Oh, actually, no. And uh, according to this. Byron Sachs was on Raw for like about six months from July. Right, that's what I'm saying. So I don't understand what you're what, – uh, yeah, maybe I just missed, missed the, the – yeah, what you were getting at. All right, gentlemen. I will uh, let you both go. I'll let you have some other phone call, uh, other callers on, and I'll get out some email to, the, um, to the, the, the VIP portion. I appreciate it very much. Thank you, Brian. Sounds good, man. Have we'll a real good day, guys. Thanks. Absolutely. Brian from Phoenix. Um, so AJ's out for the contract signing, so they're going to do a thing where he's in the ring and, and Joe is in Gainesville? Missed miss that one. Uh, I'm calling the other line. Okay. Like nobody noticed Joe uh, wasn't in the building all day? Like That's a bit... That's a, Mid-odd. 
Anyway, let's uh <laughs> Styles about to be about to be salty. Um Yeah, so any any uh before we before we move on, any uh any follow up to anything Brian was saying or I feel, like, I feel like it won't change too much. I don't know if when they get to um, I don't know if when they get to being on a different network if that's going to be like super different as far as the travel plans or anything. But I can just see them yeah. kind of sticking with what they have. Huh? All right, let's uh, let's uh, Dilu in the chat. He's listening while he does a little studying. I mean, I don't want to discourage anybody or or encourage anybody to turn the show off, but are we study aides? I mean, I know I'm a marital aide. I have, you know, um, are we? (laughs) You're you're, you're, you're a marital aide? In my mind. Honey, I listen to to him talk for an hour, and I'm glad we're together. (laughs) Did not mean it like that. How? God, son of a bitch. All right, let's... uh, Talk to somebody else. One, 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 one. I'm assuming this is Craig, uh, or maybe somebody international. Or let's see. Oh shit, he got the the AJ the Styles mailbox. Craig, is that you? What up? There's me. What's going on, Craig? Wow, this is Joe is a sociopath. Pretty bad. What are we talking about, Joe? Him pulling up on AJ's house when AJ went home. Joe at AJ's crib. Oh, you, <laughs> and the mailbox is styles. Get the fuck out of here. Ah, <laughs> see what, Craig? I I didn't know you were you were just now seeing that. Yeah, I haven't. I didn't see the last uh, half hour, forty minutes or so. <laughs> it, it's really you got to watch it back a, after the show today. You got to watch mm-hmm. that back because it's really neat to see and try to wonder if that was live, like, or taped. And Had how, if them, it and, was taped. Oh. Yeah, if it's taped, they did a good saying, job. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Thinking it, and thinking it up and shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean it like AJ really live cool. reaction to it? Yeah. Yes. yes. I don't know. If, AJ I, I really don't think with the. I, I just don't know if you can risk that and do that actually live. Uh, I, I think you just have to. Difficult. Yeah. Yeah. It, but just seeing it, I was like, just the way AJ was doing his stuff in the ring at the time, I was like, is that? Wait a minute. It's taped. I, I assume it's taped. What? No. So it was, it was really cool. Now, what if they walked in and saw... And they were watching Joe on TV. You know, they were watching SmackDown Live. That would be awesome to show that it was. Well, done if live. you look, if you look, I, where are you in the? Where are you at the at the point right now, Trev? Joe was on the porch and he just held up the baby doll. Is it okay? But, you know, look the in the baby. back. Look in. Look through the window. Look through the window. Doesn't it look like Joe's face is on the TV? And why are they zooming in? What's his address? 20, 29, 70-something? I'm going to go to Gainesville knock on his door. (laughs) No, but I I looked and I'm like, 
holy crap, oh, it looks like the TV the, uh, in the background is watching the, the TV. Little, the, the pain, yeah, of the, of the front door. I'm seeing it. Or I'm trying to, Joe. <laughs> yeah. If that's the case, she should be in there with a fucking shotgun ready to, you know, if you, you just like, oh, that one. Yeah. The fuck? This is a pure case of Florida, too? Oh, no, Georgia. Still. Florida, Georgia line. I'm sure staying your ground is, you know. But this is a real Georgia. case of, uh, yeah. this is a real case of a motherfucker intruding on your shit. I thought that was a nice touch. If, if that was planned... Because I was like looking in the window, I'm like, is there someone gonna come up to the window? And and in the background, I'm looking at this TV. There's obviously a TV on, and it looks like Joe's big ass face on the <laughs> Don't TV. Don't got like an eight or like an eight or a nine year old son? Because he should he should be. I, oh wait, the show about to go off? Ah, oh, this some bullshit, W. Ain't about to leave you. Oh, he got a ring. He got the he got the camera doorbell too. Wow. Yeah, when you ring the doorbell, the TV turns off. That's the thing. And it just goes off. Oh my god. That, they that, didn't even have is... this little uh, all rights reserved thing on the bottom. Oh, no, they played it at it the top of the, of the uh, promo when Paige came out. I was like, wait a second, why is this seem like? Because I, I thought I had to hit. Hit X on my controller, like to see the where they were in the show, and it was like, oh, 14 minutes left. Not, you know, it's not halfway in the middle, but they showed it earlier. I should have known. I should have known. You, something. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Trav. You're saying they showed the all rights reserved thing on the page stuff? Well, as Page came in and introduced the uh, contract signing before AJ came out, you saw it in the corner. Oh, I didn't even I notice like, that. Yeah, I was like, wait, I thought this was the main event. Why is and and I was because I was like, wait, is this the mid mid show uh, uh, segment? Oh, what's going on for so yeah, they they did that to uh, to make it make sure they got it in, but also not ruin the moment at the end. Which you know, give them credit. Maybe that's the Triple H oh, flow, like, like he does with NXT and and the all rights reserved thing. Yeah, yeah, and, you know. I was watching on Hulu, and then the Hulu just turned off, and I'm like, "What the right, hell?" Right, I man? see a countdown. Like Hulu just <laughs> look. Joe's well, in, the, ha- in the what country. happened to AJ's family? <laughs> <laughs> That's how they should sell next week's episode. Fuck it, mm-hmm. CSI, like an SVU episode. What happened to the Styles? <laughs> Styles is. <laughs> well, you you have to guess that next week. Next week, AJ ain't going to be at the show, right? Good point. Because he's going to be I mean, at home. I mean, not a good point. Not that he won't, but that's a good, uh, a good assumption, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So what's on your mind, Craig? Well, I've been, I've been inundated with, with uh, the East Coast cast over the last week. I got, I got a really? deep dive with Trav. Which was weird, but awesome. Oh, yeah. I got a live South Congress, like video show. Oh, I haven't watched the video. Cool. How'd that turn out, Craig? I've only listened to the podcast version. Oh, you haven't seen all the clips that they've been posting? On oh, me? I mean, I saw the one with the milk and cereal, but I haven't. 
I didn't see the watch the full, you know, thirty eight minutes or forty minutes. I I didn't even know Peanut was that attractive. Peanut is an attractive man. <laughs> he's a handsome guy. Yeah. He's even a handsome fella. He, yeah. He's he's taking away that uh that uh cam luster. Oh well, yeah. And Peanut's full of shit. Don't listen to Peanut. Like this woe is me. Girls don't like all that bullshit. Now, now people can see he does it just fine. Yes. Um, but no. Thank you for um, uh, Craig. That I'm not going to talk about how long it took me to make that, but the fact that you watched it makes it point. Well, I I want to watch it more than I want to listen to it because I mean it, it's it's fun to listen to, especially because right. I might you work hear and I you hear him every week. Room. The, watching them is the new yeah. fresh thing that you don't get all to right. do all the time. Well, 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 when you watch somebody, you get to see their inflection. Like when they're saying of something, course. if they're making a joke, you know, eh, I know you guys know what, what I'm talking about, but when you yeah, like yeah. make a joke or say something or you say something and you can't understand if it's sarcasm or what, oh. but you can tell see, by somebody's yeah. facial. See, Craig inflection. was was behind and not watching live when we were doing, you know, season uh, uh, two and three or three and four of the flash. And we would do, we did, you know, every now and then we would do a video one. No, I did. I did watch it live. I, I watched it. You did? No, I watched it. Oh yeah. 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 I I didn't watch it. It wasn't live. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. What we did. And Travis, I know you saw uh, like the mini clip. But I don't know mm-hmm. if you, like, the camera angle changes, you know? Like, I don't know if you saw that. That's why we didn't have a yeah. phone, so. Yeah, that was good. You really get to speak, like, reactions to stuff and not just on, like, from one angle. So I see what, you, I hear what yeah. you're saying, Craig. Like, yeah. Peter, you get to see somebody's uh, eyes light up when they hear the, the start of a joke or the start of a, of a story or something, or you see the cringe in their brow or, you know, that's uh. That's all. Exactly. Yes, no, tremendous. Oh, yeah. What I'm, what I'm. Wait, you got it, okay. Um. Well, what I was, I'm gonna look forward to is, because I that was the first run, and you guys are gonna get better. And what I'm looking forward to is like, I uh, like, um. There, there was a show called Fourth and Fox. And and it's a lot of these little like startup shows, and it takes a minute to get the exact like what you want to do, and you need an editor to go through and like have the timing to like have cameras on you have steady cams on both, and then like the editor of the thing, whether that's you or whether that's someone else, can go through and like know when to show your face when to show his face or when to show what's going on in the background if you got like someone feeding the dog or the cat or it's going to get so it's going to get so good I, I know you guys you're, you're very creative lose Cam I'm sorry, I don't know what's going on right now. 
No, no, we Cam dropped off. Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah so. <laughs> okay, and then uh, also, Rich, is that echo on your them? That must be your echo then. You hear an echo? Well, let me check. Okay, now I don't. Okay. I did <laughs> for a second. For for yeah. like the entire time I was talking for like that whole time. Um and Rich You came sound on fine to me, and, so uh, don't 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 No, yeah, yeah. Be now it's yeah. now it's great. Um Rich went on Urson's podcast or not podcast, he he went on his YouTube show or whatever. Now I'm hearing an echo off again. Don't sweat it, man. You sound fine. Hey, all right, all right. Um, yeah, Rich went on there and and he he basically told the story of uh him getting on the cast and that was really, really cool to like hear him. Uh break that. So I've I've been listening to you guys. like the last couple of days. Um, you heard over there? It, I, just, I keep hearing an echo. If, if the, you uh, can ignore it, just ignore it because I'm trying, end, dude. I'm trying. I'm fine. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Um, yeah, no. It must be rough. Uh, MLW. Have you watched any of MLW? No. Okay, they had a war games thing like two weeks ago, and I wanted to bring it up last week, but I ran out of time. Okay. Um, there's this dude named Sawyer Fulton. He's, uh, he was in, he was one of the original um, Sanity. So b- before they got the. Oh yeah, he's the one that got hurt. He, uh, and uh, the German guy replaced him. Yeah. German or I don't know, German European guy replaced him. And uh, Sawyer Fulton was in the war game, and I didn't know he was from Toledo. Okay, there you go. Um, but they were, it was kind of like an ECW, like they brought out the retro, like, like the, uh, the stop signs and the, you know, a Tommy Dreamer was there, Abyss was in it and it was really cool. And it's on, it's on being, I, they would lose Craig too. Okay. Um, says Craig's still on the line. But I don't hear... Oh, he dropped off. So Sean said he heard an echo, too. And Cam's back. Uh, Sean said he heard an echo, too, but because Craig was having an, an, an issue and then he dropped off, I'm going to assume 
it was on his end, and I sound crispy. Is it, can I? Do I sound all right, Pam? Yeah. 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 So no, um, two things really quick. One, um, I missed every uh, critique that Craig had. I think it sounded like he said it'd be good if there was a third person to go in and edit and and like kind of time the reactions and the jokes. That's possible and take a lot of time. Um, Second thing, Sawyer Fultz. The only reason I know who Sawyer Fultz is is because in WWE 2K18, Sawyer Fultz is he's in the game, but I was so unfamiliar, I assumed he was a creative wrestler that they put in the game for him. Like, there's a guy in 2K17 named Baron Blade that, like, is in your story mode, but he's not a real guy. I was like, I was very full of, like, must be, like, a guy that the developer knows that he felt was cool. Oh, no, he's a real person. Oh, wow, I, I didn't know they did that. <laughs> yeah, Baron Blade. Yeah, but he's not, yeah, so, sort of full of, real guy. All right, let's, uh, let's talk to our next Next caller, let's uh, head to head to New York and talk to Mike in Brooklyn. Uh, Mike, what's going on? Fellas, fellas, what's going on? How y'all doing? Doing all right, Mike. What's on your mind? Ain't nothing. Just looking at that tremendous angle and that tremendous uh, snack that I watched it early this morning, actually. And they kind of talking about Joe my... AJ? Oh man. Joe don't get that title, man. I like the whole show, though. Yeah, show was solid. I thought the whole show was that. Cam, you got to hit me up, man, so we can, you know, get this, um, this thing. Man. This, this, uh... And you're right. It's just, I've been so busy, man. I've been, um, me like, too. Like to, to put a curtain back, we, um, you know, Travis and I did comment on over the weekend. And so that was Friday night and all day Saturday. And before we did Comic Con, um, that morning, we and I did the Congress podcast. Then I spent all day Sunday and half day Monday editing the show for you. So we've been, oh, been a lot, Mike. But I did a, I did Wade show like two weeks ago. Somebody was like, yeah, can't wait for more. Can't wait for the next year in restaurant. I was like, shut the fuck up. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's a lot, man, but trust me. When Mike, I definitely got you next up, man. When yeah, we going to that time and that space, I got you. We end. It's going to be awesome. We're going to get it together. But what I wanted to say was, not to, you know, to piggyback off of what Wade said, like that, that is the first show in a long time. They had you wanting more. Like, you want to go back next week to see what happened to, you know, the Styles clan and all that shit. And <laughs> you like the – I like even what they're doing with Truth right now. I like what they're doing with um, Becky, although she's not a hero. Like, by far, she is an anti-hero. And not only to that, it's like everything – like, they even giving, um, you know, Todd Dillinger – you know, a little bit of light. Yeah. Which, you know what I'm saying? It's like night and fucking day 
with that raw is ball. Raw is a boring show. And I know it's boring and not grabbing attention when my children are playing with their fucking phones during the broadcast and just get up and leave. Damn. Like, it is a boring show because it is a vehicle for one person. And like I said last week in the reiterate, and you can see the slow and steady decline of the shield because of this one guy. Because they have, you know, they are wasting every valuable asset on one guy. Like, what happens in, you know, five, ten years, or what happens to offer this this guy gets hurt? So, I know Raw Monday, for me, I paid very little attention. Like, I got the alert at 7.13 that uh, something happened. I was like, oh, crap, Raw's on. <clears throat> and I, I, I put it on on my laptop, and but I for a lot of it, I just had it on mute because Monday – it was just a ton of fucking breaking news, and the Kavanaugh shit was heating up crazy, and this motherfucker is involved in gang rapes and all kinds of shit. So I was I was glued to that um, coverage, and would flip, I would check out Raw and, and and unmute it when you know promo or something on that I wanted to hear, but immediately went right back to you know what I was doing. So it it was not. And it's the opposite of SmackDown. SmackDown, the same same thing. It was a lot of breaking news and shit going on, but uh, but I paid attention to it at least the first hour. That's right. It's like it is a shitty show, and you know it's shitty when my youngins they want to watch Love and Hip Hop over that. It is a shitty show when you keep the focus on. Say that again, Cam. I know it. That's every priority in my house. Yeah, it is, it is a shitty fucking show because the focus, <laughs> oh my on, the focus is on one fucking guy. One guy instead of, you know, the focus. Like, I mean, and again, like I said, it's I three hours. Do not let. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to let that go. If it was focused on one guy, shit. Stone Cold Steve Austin got 800 segments in, in, in Raw. Let's not pretend the focus is the it's the one guy's not compelling and they're not doing anything to make him compelling. Yeah, that's fucking that, guy that's is not compelling. And it's a three-hour guy. Not fucking compelling. Stone Cold didn't just, have to carry three right. damps. You know, they had to carry 16 segments, not uh, or whatever the damn breakdown is. Not three hours. And this, and not to mention this dude, he just got that. Too cool for school on everything, so you don't emote to nothing. You just, you just, you know, what I mean, no pun intended. You just stone cold to everything. Like, yeah. come on, homeboy, come on, homeboy. Yeah, You're not the best part. Stuff, the, right? In recent memory, this year, I think it was the best. The my best memory of Roman Reigns was when he won that Intercontinental Championship. And like hugged it or looked at it like yeah, and like held it to his head. I was like, can we get more of this Roman Reigns, the one that's like happy as fuck to like be there? So, right, and then like, and then somebody else mentioned as well. Like, it's too many like, it's too many similarities with their gear and the AOP gear. Like, they need to do something to AOP's green you know, though. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's the only thing. Yeah. No, 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 no. That like, was like, um, you know that was a, uh, 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 
somebody was like, listen, if y'all going to do this tactical gear shit and have, you know, smoke bombs hanging and, you know, splash bangs hanging off the side, y'all got to make them, it can't be black. Uh, so that's like in the last two months they went green. Uh, real quick, um, Darrell on Twitter, uh, uh, directly to you, Mike, and what you said, he says, Fabe, you can't lose to a man who came to your house and disrespected you. You can't come back from that. So he's saying, no way Joe wins the title. I think he wins the title. I think he wins it because, like, just just the way everything was weaved together last night and then go back to the, um, to the what was it, True TV show, and you had yeah. D. Bryant talk more about, you know, being in the title picture. So that right there, I mean, I understand what Darrell's saying, like, logically, but this yeah. is... This okay, is well, what about coming... Okay, so and all these guys, right? So there is no fucking logic, you know what I mean? But yeah, so a sense it is. So, it is logic. Can AJ it's, come back from that though? Is that a worry? Yeah. Should that be a worry of yours? Is that a worry of yours? Or now that it's brought up, do you no, think that's something? I mean, by far, by far, he is the top guy on the brand. By far, head and shoulders above everybody else, including Danny Bryan at this point. Right. Sure, you know what I'm saying. So you're Danny saying Bryan, even if uh, Joe goes to your house. You know, eats your cereal, sits in the big chair, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, tucks your kids in and all that. It's, Joe can come, or AJ can come back from that, and or lose, and then lose the title, and then come back from that. Cause yeah, Darrell because Darrell says you gotta, no. You gotta, you gotta plan. You gotta look how they plan it out. With Joe, with Joe's actions, that's gonna make AJ even more. Temperamental and hot headed to the point where he's going. You, you, you get where I'm going with this, right, Trap? No. Right. What? The parents will be. No, harboring back to when they say, you know, he's a hot head. AJ's okay. a hot head. With Joe actions, Joe pushing that panic button last night, that's going to make AJ more temperamental and more hot headed in the match where he's going to make a mistake. Oh, okay, I got you. Like storyline wise, you get yeah, me? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Where he, where he will make a mistake and that'll cost him, you know, the title. It's not um, Orton coming in and putting a beating on him, helping uh, Joe. Because remember, no disqualification, no count out. So, well, why would Orton get involved? Because Randy said, remember a couple of weeks back, he said, watch his next, you know, the next person he goes after. And I don't think. He was alluding to fucking Todd Dillinger. I think this is yeah, just Yeah, but you can't you have know. Joe beat AJ. I mean, they did a good job of transitioning with, with AJ and Nakamura with, 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 uh, <clears throat> with uh, Orton. But I don't think you can have AJ lose the title and then start worrying about lose to Joe like they did in the, in the feud that's been built up, going to the crib, all that. And then he just move on to Orton because Orton attacked him and cost him the title. No, I think I think what'll happen is I think eventually they'll go back to it, Joe and AJ, but I think okay. for a little while I think oh, they'll keep well, going away. I mean, depending I don't trust the storytellers, but you could have AJ getting his getting his title back, getting his family back. You know, I don't know how far they can they can, let alone want to want to push that. I don't know how far they can push that, but get his family back, win his title back at WrestleMania. And in the meantime, right. uh, AJ's feuding with, with Orton. 
he may be, you know, throughout the end of the year or, you know, Orton and somebody else. Uh, and then, and then he has, you know, he has to win the rumble or the February uh, roadblock or whatever to get, to get, to get the number one contendership for mania. And then, you know, that's when you pick it back up and, Oh, Wendy, you, you, you run all this back from, from, right. the, from the fall. I think that's, I think that's definitely going to go but again, I don't know if I trust them to be able to transition from Joe to AJ, or I'm sorry, from 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 Joe to Orton with AJ, and have maybe Joe, you know, Brian wins and he's a contender and he's feuding with Joe for the, for for a few months and then the next baby face and then the, you know whatever and Joe's just defending against the top baby faces on SmackDown for the next six months until he runs back into AJ. Um, I just don't know if they they'd be able to to do that, or you know. I think I think they could. I think they could. I think he could. Be done. I mean, I'd I'd, I'd hope I mean, they could. I think he could. I think he could be done. I imagine of. Uh, I definitely think he could be done. Yeah, I think that could definitely roll. I think that could. I mean, I'm. I mean. Like I said, the most fucking compelling shit to come out on Monday night is this fucking sloppy belly giving this girl a concussion, which I said. What do you think about month, that, Mike? You know, what you mean? She, she I, think, I told you my true feelings on that. She don't belong nowhere. She belong pumping her titty for her chat. That's what she's all doing. <laughs> well, God. That's what she belonged to. Pumping breath milk. Let's get back in the chat. kitchen and make a bottle. Wow. Um, okay. Evil one, I don't agree. She's gonna seri- she's gonna seriously I, I hurt somebody or she's gonna hurt herself. But she damn near died two weeks ago when she did that that plunge or sure. whatever she Sure, I heard about that. I don't remember seeing it. I'm sure I'd remember it. Yeah, she but almost Mike, she's been Mike, she's been wrestling for ten years. She's a decade in. No, 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 no. I understand the argument you can make. Well, she should be better. Well, right. she she hasn't been a liability, or at least to the point of, of I haven't heard it to this point. Damn. She kicked the motherfucker in the face. The timing and was off. And kept going like, and pulled up by her neck. I, yes, that's a little less uh, forgivable. Yeah, that was um, stupid. The rag doll. And then I did go back and then I did go back to the end and watch on um, Ruby Riot. Ruby Riot did, you know, kind of stiff her ass back. Let her know, like, yeah. listen. It was a receipt. Yeah, like, listen. This a whole new, like, you're not going, like, you're going to slop and shit. You and, it sh- and it should end there. And I'm sure with them, with, with the workers, it will. But with the audience, it's like, like come on, you can't. Like, we've, we've watched this for far too long to to... to Try to pretend like we don't know the know the dangers in that. Again, I'm not exactly. not giving her slack for the to, for the rag dialing at the end. That's that she should be better than that. Grab her leg, do do something. I know kayfabe. You don't want to you don't want to stop and make the whole thing look too scripted and whatever. But a woman's health is uh, uh, at stake. Um, but let's not let's not act like you know the, the ethos isn't you finish the match. And 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 torn quadriceps, broken fucking necks. It don't matter. Roll roll up, roll up, uh, Owen, and it's a terrible, you know, roll up, and you'll win. You know, at all costs, finish the match. That kind of thing. So I, I 
it's just very convenient, you know, for some fans to 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 get on Brie Bella because they don't like her. Not because of the things she did or how she works. It's, you don't like her. You don't think she deserves to be in there. That's where all the animus comes from. Um, like, but like, it, like it, it certainly isn't because of the mood. Or, or or she almost hurt herself a few weeks ago. Because like Cam said on Twitter with the Botch video, like literally one of those comes out every quarter. There's a new Botch So, and it's not full of women. And it certainly ain't full of Brie Bellas. Nah, but let's be clear, though. Like, let's be clear and let's be real with ourselves. When did she become popular? What you mean? Talk about it, Mike. Like, when did she become popular? Like, when did people really, like, start, you know, like, take time? When they found out she who she was dating and who she was about to marry. Man. Like, let's be clear. And when they got that show, all that coincidentally coincided with each other. But, but Mike, how do you have the most technically like sound how, you, how things are are done? Like, why wouldn't E or WWE want to capitalize if there was a way of no, I'm not saying creating no, a revenue stream from that? Listen to me. I'm like, not, can you I'm do not that, that as a vehicle to make some people more popular? You don't do it because right. no, 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 no. you don't think it's going to be. No, I'm not yeah. saying. I'm not saying that anything is wrong with that, Trav. Like, at the end of the day, like, as you should. Like, if you're in the business of making money. But what I'm yep. saying, people start connecting with her on a different level because they, you know, looked at her and said, oh, she wasn't this superficial, you know, quote-unquote diva and bimbo, and she got an underdog, and she could have been with any, you know what I mean, other, you know, 6'2 bodybuilder type, you know what I'm saying? She, you know, that's, that's my point I make. But, like, how do you have the most, you know, probably one of the most technically proficient dudes of all time around, and you're not, you know what I mean? You're not learning. Like, you've been rough. You, she's been looking rough since she came back. Like, she needs to hit the PC for a little while. She's been looking rough since she came back. And That's a legitimate criticism. Yeah. Because she's coming yeah. back and maybe she's rusty or whatever. But, you know, calling for the woman's and job and she don't belong there. It's like, like man, okay. she's been there a decade. She made herself, okay. you know, rich. She, she's doing something right. And remember, if, I mean, if you go back over that decade, she was she wasn't the one barely in matches. Like, she just did the little switcheroo thing that they did. Like, but remember, Nikki was always the one that, you know what I mean, was better in the beginning, you know what I mean? That girl, she, she almost, she, like, she kicked the shit out of her once. Like, after you seen her shit go, you know, her head go back and whatnot, I knew, I kind of knew she was out on her feet. Life was on, but nobody was home. Yeah. No, it was obvious. Can I somewhat lighten the mood uh, real quick? Uh, the new K-Fabe news headline. Um Want to feel old? Lita and Kane's baby would be 14 now if Snitsky hadn't punted it. Wow. <laughs> nah, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah, that's the... But the fact that he'd be 14, like, oh, shit, that was 14 years ago. Wow. Yeah, thank you, KJ fucking news, for making me feel old, you piece of shit. God damn. And did y'all hear about the... um? The uh, 70th anniversary of the NWA of yeah. the who? Yeah. So that's yeah, going to be the Cody, uh, 
Cody Magnus rematch, right? Yeah, um, also Cornette and what is it Cornette and Shivani is going to do the uh, get it the commentary. Yeah. Oh wow! Nah, that's pretty cool. And they're going to crown a, um, a new national a new national champion. Um, uh, and and where is it where is it gonna be? Is that in uh Yeah, it's in uh Tennessee in the Nashville Fairgrounds. So I think that's the place okay. that they have the first um CMA pay per view, if I'm mistaken. Okay. What's running what are they saying is running Cincinnati? Is that all in two? Or Star No, Star Starcade. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I heard they copy wrote that, so that might be um show that on the network this this time around. I should. I wish I had goddamn time making them posters. Um, <laughs> to, me, to me, they should eliminate the December. They should eliminate whatever pay-per-view they got in December and make that the December um, pay-per-view. Remember yeah. we were saying this I mean, last year. Was it last year when they did the Greensboro one? Yeah. And it was speculation if it would be a network special and it just turned out to be a regular old house show. Man. I'm sure. Like old-timers I mean, and stuff. They should show it. They showing that crown fool. They playing Crown Fools. Why, why, why not give us that? And then not to mention it, you know, it's Wilma. It's Wilma that uh, Mr. Hulk himself will be there. That shit. Mike, you going to drop your $999 to kick it with uh, the rich movie that young? Say that again? Drop Mike already put his deposit down, I heard. Mike, Mike did. For what? Uh, <laughs> <that> <laughs> For the NWO beat up? That, uh, that convention. Shit. And if you drop, give him a cool G, kick it with him all day. Shit. Um, I, man, I would go to that who's uh, in a heartbeat. I, don't, I would never pay for no shit to see that like, um, piece of shit. Like Scott Hall's my man. I'm not paying if I'm to not drink. Oh yeah, that's Hall. my boy. That's my boy to the bitter <laughs> end. Like I used to, it's I used to fucking ginger ale with Scott Hall. Oh yeah. I used to walk around with uh two picks and shit behind my head and mouth, thinking I was him. Like he was the coolest to me. Yeah, and I, I mean, I like I like the cat, but it, you know. This fucking guy, he can go to hell. I don't pay at this point. Good lord! It's like, come on, man! Like they, 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 they left supply. And I mean, I know they ain't in the same realm. Supply on that Bill Cosby. They crucify Bill. Whoa! Yo, Mustafa Ali and 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 Kent and uh, and and uh, fuck the day with Tommy. Yeah, putting on a goddamn. Mike, and I heard. That, um, and I've heard that. Ask him again, Cam. You see that Leo Rush uh, frog splash that they got uh, gift up now? Perfect. Like, like the perfect, like, uh, you know, hands all the way between legs, full of It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It was Is that the one from his first night, night on NXT or first night on 205? 
might be. Because yeah. they, yeah, because yeah. they, they that when he when he first showed up, they uh, that was how he finished his first match, and I saw and I didn't see it live because I don't watch two hundred five a ton, and then I saw the yeah. gif or you know you or Richard Shahid or somebody shared it in the group chat. God, yes, perfect in the lights, yeah. like just way the uh, the height, the extension, all that, just just magnificent. Right. And I heard like if he don't do that on Bobby Lashley's shoulders uh, <laughs> at a pay per view and before the year is over, I'm gonna be upset. I'm upset. And I heard um, 205 Live is actually coming off a little bit better, being that they putting it, you know, they taping it and putting it first, as opposed to you know having. Oh yeah, it's yeah, a live you can't do that with a big crowd, man. Yeah. 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 We I remember when we were like this when the when the concept was being batted around and and or not batted around but like solidified and the schedules were coming out we we're like why would they do this why would they yeah. are they that determined to be live why would you be want to be live even if it meant for a twenty five percent crowd or seventy five percent less crowd potentially sometimes um, yeah. my thing is they better lock in they better um. And maybe by the next year, or so they they better get that kid. Uh, what you call it? Because to me, he's gonna be the next ring. All he needs is to learn English. Who's that? Who? Uh, uh this kid Bandito. Oh. Bandito. Does he Who's wear a mask? Boy? Yes, Bandito. His mask is almost like his mask is almost like a um. Like a bandana tied around his face. Oh, he, now I'm interested. He was actually, he was actually in the, the six man wood race. Okay. Oh, yeah. Adam, all in. Yeah, he was one of the guys in the six man. Like, and I looked at, you know, some of the highlights on YouTube and a couple other things. You know, I've heard of him, but like, I really started, you know, paying attention after that. Like, dude is, dude is on a whole nother. Him and, um, one of the other Lucha brothers was the, the other guy's name, um, Phoenix. Yeah, he's really good. He's really good. Pentagon is a problem, too, but he's more like, you know. And they need to let, um, what's the name, um, just do his thing on 205, Grand Metal League. They need to just yeah. let him rip. They need to let him rip. I think that um, I don't know when they'll do it, but like of all those guys, like to me, Buddy Murphy has enough size to be main roster and believable. I don't know how much crazy right. stuff they'll let him do, but he can really like. I don't know how he's not. <laughs> I don't mean you never know if the guy's exactly that weight, but them pushing him as two hundred five and under is ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah, your boy, what's the name, was looking crazy on NXT2 last week, Trav. He was looking like something like a problem, too. Who's that? The former, the former uh, gunner from TNA. Yeah, fuck that whole group. Is that, who, is that Jackson, <laughs> whoever? Fuck that whole yep. group. With the, with the whitest name ever in WWE, Jackson yep. Stryker. Ugh. That's and you know, like, it's group. funny. I didn't realize that was Garth. Gunner. But when they said that he was like a Marine, I was like, that sounds like somebody I know. And then there you go. And he's in, I mean, of course he was still kind of, I'm not going to say close to service, but he was, his body's a lot different. 
than when he was in TNA. Yeah. Yeah. But that match, and I'm going to leave on this note, fellas, and, I, and I'm going to just sit back, and I don't know if I talked about it. I just want to hear y'all, you know, response to that match last week. Oh, my God. That must be done again, and it must be done on the biggest stage. And I had that. I'm talking about Ricochet. And that's all I got for this week, fellas. Cool, Mike, man. We cool. appreciate you. All right. Thanks. As always. That's a match. Were you who was it, Ricochet and who? Ricochet and Pete Dunne. It's a match that oh, you yeah. knew wouldn't have a clean finish. But I mean, damn, it wasn't one of the best things I've ever seen. It was, Meh. it was amazing. Ricochet and like, first of all, we're not, we're not doing that. But yeah, like objectively, like he's the 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 joint manipulation stuff that Pete Dunne does, and like the hard hitting stuff, and just the way it fitted with Ricochet did, it was amazing. Like, and you knew it was going to be double DQ. Like, there was no. No doubt in your mind what was gonna happen, but you know, it was uh, it was, it was special. So, yeah, it was uh, um something else. Real quick, so in the Facebook group, um, Corbett is inviting one of his pals. Um, he don't know he's not friends with anybody else. Just just Corbett. Okay. I'm thinking I'm thinking of a decline because, like. It's not. I like that boy in that group. Yeah. All, all the power, but you know, want to try to, you know, if you, he just, I mean, look, doesn't look weird like a weirdo or anything. It's just like we don't know him. He's kicking the Tony Corbin like. All right, I'll think about it. So anyway, what's your timeline? Wow. I'm actually about to jet. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Have a good rest of the show. I'll catch up. Talk to you. Cameron Hawkins, co-host of the East Coast Cast, everybody. Let's, uh, you know what, let's do this non-VIP email that we got from Jabron, and JC just sent one in. Uh, Jabron says, uh, do y'all believe or feel that Leo Rush can help Bobby Lashley get over more than the, get over more than the crowd and fans, more with the crowd and fans in general? And how long do you believe they'll, this team or whatever it is, um, we'll be together. Well, I don't know. Uh, that's uh, holy shit. We're, I'm looking at this bump on WWE Network, and no way Jose is doing something with Bailey on a on a boat, like somebody's wedding reception or something. And like, just like, oh yeah, where's that guy? Where's he been? <laughs> um, but I don't know how long they'll be together. Hopefully for the long run. Hopefully, you know, maybe this time next year we're still talking about him as a as a duo. This is really good, and potential is there. But as far as uh, will it help, hell yeah. I mean, with Bobby Lashley, there weren't many things that you could do with him that wouldn't help get him over because he was all the way under. You know, he wasn't getting booed or anything, but worse, he was getting ambivalence, just like, oh, it's Lashley, hey, you know, after that pop, after the night after Mania, it's been downhill as far as reaction. You know, Burton's stuff here with maybe with Sami Zayn, maybe. But that whole thing was just such trash. And, you know, I guess people get a kick out of him throwing Elias around every now and then. But nothing sustained, nothing that was going to carry him. Leo Rush can do that. 
Uh, second question, do you think it's time for Joe to win the title at the Super Show? And if he does, how long do you think Joe would possibly hold the belt? Yeah, talked about that a little earlier. Definitely think it's possible. And I'm calling, he, I'm saying he holds it until WrestleMania. Um, but knowing Vince McMahon, he'll hold it, lose it at the Rumble. AJ will win it back at the Rumble or whoever. And then that'll they'll, and then he'll be out of the pick. It, my whole point is it won't be Joe in the title match at WrestleMania, whether he's defending or cha- challenging for it. But that's how I would, how I could see it going. Talked earlier, Joe wins. Joe just defends it against, you know, Ryan. Um, uh, Brian, uh, 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 AJ, obviously, if he, if they want to go right back, maybe give AJ a rematch just to say he got his rematch, but maybe have a, a cheap finish. I don't know. Maybe then you have, uh, that's when you have Randy Orton do something to AJ. Not in the initial match in Australia, but in the rematch on TV or at the next pay-per-view or wherever it is. So, yeah, so you do that, and, you, and, and then you have Joe defend defend like a fucking madman for the next six months and then lose to AJ at WrestleMania. I have no problem with that. Absolutely none. So, thanks for the email, Jabron. Appreciate it. Uh, JC, he asks, uh, sorry, guys, I'm late to writing an email. I'm recovering from an automobile accident. Oh, shit. Damn. Well, get better, uh, JC. Um, my question this week is, do you think Nikki Bella went too far with the stiff kick? Okay, it was Bree. Uh, with the stiff kick that knocked Liv Morgan out cold. And what do you think about the Elias? Oh, okay, I'll get to that. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, we talked about that earlier. It was, I mean, too far? The too far was the grabbing her and dragging her around by her goddamn head and neck. <laughs> I mean, she didn't just fall off and take a high and tight bump. So I'm less concerned about her neck. Like, usually if somebody gets hit by a car or falls out of a window, whatever, you don't want to move them because you're worried about their neck. Like, wait till people can show up and know what they're doing uh, that can move this person's spine and neck around. So... So because it wasn't, it was a it was a kick to the face, you know, her, her brain is the issue, and not necessarily her neck. But still, I wouldn't want to be pulled by my goddamn hair if I'm sober, or you know, completely with it and not concussed. <laughs> so, but that was the too far part, not realizing that she just fucked up, and it happens. I'm not again. That's not the point. People get kicked in the face all the time. You're throwing kicks, throwing kicks. That's your business. Um, you're in the business of throwing, throwing, throwing punches and kicks and, and, and slamming people. People are going to get hurt once, the, once she goes down. You have to be better at improvising. Or do the same thing what you did except grab her by the fucking leg and drag her over. I mean, it, it, it's really not that hard. Or don't drag her. And, and again, stall, come up with, you got to be better than that. I give her credit for being, you know, I, earlier I was like, she's been around for 10 years and hasn't, uh, you know, it's not like she's got this decade-long record of hurting people. You know, that's not the case. Anywhere, nowhere close. But she should, uh, she should be a better, she should be a, more of a professional and know in that moment, fuck, Audible needs to be called. I kicked the shit. She knows she kicked the shit out of her twice. She, she felt it. 
She knew that wasn't a regular uh, regular pulled kick, and that thing connected solid twice. But again, I'm wrapped up in the moment. You can't, you know, you, you know, I'm not faulting her for the actual kicks, even though there were two of them. Uh, uh, but again, it wasn't too far. Accidents happen. Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, what do you think about Elias Owens versus Lashley Cena at Super Showdown? Don't give up. Uh, thanks for the great live cast, uh, great live cast, or East Coast cast. Uh, it keeps me laughing while I go through a tough time. Thanks and stay blessed. Same to you, JC. Appreciate you uh, listening and participating, and I'm glad <clears throat> we can uh, bring you some joy and feel the hell better, man. And if uh, and uh, yeah, if you, you're, you're laid up, you want to, you know, get our rubber match on and I can avenge my my loss when, when, you, when you cheated like a dirty dog somehow sent a to my account and made my safety fall down. <laughs> know what you did <laughs> hit me up and uh we can do it so thanks for the email east coast audio show at gmail.com that's it for the non-vip emails all we have is vips left so if you want to get in a vip email for rich and i in the in the vip show do that or if you want to get a non-vip email in the next uh, hour do that as well. Again, East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. And let's uh, let's head back to the Constellation Lines, 347-202-0103. Way to get in queue. And let's talk to 631. Is that either like Sean or Brown? I, mean, I should know. Uh, 631, oh, no. who's this? What's up, Travis? Well, man. Who is it? It's Will, Black Dog. <laughs> hey, oh hey, where the fuck, where you been? I mean, it's That's been, why I been a long time, yo. Who's this new caller? <laughs> well, shit, nah, if you would have uh, hit us up on Twitter or or, or in the Facebook or something, I got you on before Cam left. What's well, on your mind? Know, I, I, I kind of figured, I kind of figured, yeah, you a, a, a ultra busy dude now, and doing all this stuff or whatever, making up shirts for me. So you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very appreciative person. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Uh, the creative, the creative arm of the East Coast cast, right there, everybody. You, you know, you know, and I, I, I had to make sure I got the ECC sweatshirt, you know, to represent our evolution. So I was making sure I'm a mm-hmm. representative you know, of you guys there at the show. So sounds good. And you did the same at uh, at Takeover Special in Brooklyn. But uh, nice me, try. You know, did did your woman have one too? Did y'all both? No, have she the... she didn't have she didn't have the she had my bag. I my my usual work bag. She carried oh, she my had bag. the tote. She had the tote. That's yeah, right. She had the That's tote. Right. So yeah, man. So we got uh, both of us got both of us the sweatshirts to represent down there at the uh, National Coliseum. So uh, yeah. if everybody forgot about evolution, at least two of us didn't. You know, we ain't forget. Right. We, we happy and ready to go. You know what I'm saying? So. Well, so let me ask you: first, Do you up? think evolution's being treated like a footnote, as we asked in you the see, poll? I mean, I don't. I I said no in the poll. The reason I said no is because 
I mean, for the, the casual fan, they, they might have forgotten. But for like, someone like us, like, you know, right. they, they make a mention of it in the, the Mae Young Classic. So when you're watching the Mae Young Classic, they're talking about evolution. You know, they're, they're plugging that that way. You see the bumpers on the network. You see the little ads on the network for it and everything. So I don't think, personally, I forgot about it, but for the casual fan, they might be like, oh, well, where's it been? And my, my point was, when I sent the tweet earlier, was when you have, like, people like Alexa Bliss, you know, she's hurt, trying to get better. Um, you had others who were doing, like, other promo stuff, and they're trying to get better and, and heal up and all that kind of stuff. It's kind of hard to kind of advertise, hey, look at this match, when – you don't even know who's going to be available to to, to, to right. be there, you know, and what kind of capacity going to be, especially with the Mae Young Classic. Because I'm thinking, like, last year when they had the special to crown the, the, the winner, they had, like, a couple of matches from the Mae Young Classic, just, you know, a couple of ladies showing their thing. And I'm like, you really can't plug that now because they still just got done with the first round. So how are you going to plug matches when you don't even know who's going to be eliminated, who's not going to be in the finals? So I mean that's yeah. where I think it's kind and, of and there are a lot of other shows happening around the Evolution pay per view, and that's not the right. fault of that's just the scheduling and 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 WWE has had to promote a lot of stuff cross promote you know where it's, like people were confused like is Triple H and Undertaker happening in the Hell in a Cell and Mick Foley's the, uh, the special right. cast referee. It's like no, no, that's that's Hell in the Cell, that's the Super Showdown show, this is Crown Jewel, and then that's Evolution. It's like it is a lot. Like to be fair, and not to WWE, but just to anybody that didn't remember or isn't paying right. super close attention. To be fair, it is a lot going on, uh, and that's WWE's fault. That's that's how they schedule things, or that's how they chose to talk about it. Um, I'm still convinced they're. They're only giving the Super Show as much hype um, uh, now because they need. They're in a. They're not going to Australia for a regular house show in the regular arena. You know, fifteen right. twenty thousand people. It's eighty thousand people. They need to fill that place up, and they have to make it feel important. And if the Australian people are watching Raw and SmackDown and the other programming, and it's not getting treated like. If it's getting like no one knows about the like like Brian called earlier, he went to a house show in in Tucson. Like right. they're not hyping a Tucson live event all over the place. The people in Tucson know this is for us. It's a live event, no cameras, and ain't nothing special. If you're eight right. and it's you know you get to see up and close, that's whatever. Or or eighty, I don't want to put an age on it, but you know going in, this is a live event. It's a house show, no cameras. Most likely nothing's going to happen. No title changes. I'm just here to see. You know, up the, like see the spectacle up close as best as they can bring it on to Tucson on a Saturday afternoon. So right, the Australians right. get that feeling. They're like, "What's the point of driving across an entire continent or flying to, you know, to, to Melbourne if if it's just a, for a house show?" So they have to make right. it, uh, for, you know. And I get that. That's a decision like that they be- made, and, and they have to they have to live with the consequences of promoting that while they still have other shows before it, like Hell in a Cell a few weeks ago or, or, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And the same and like, thing with fair, Crown Jewel and Evolution. So. And then, yeah, to be fair, like, you know, Crown Jewel, like when you mentioned that, I was like, I, immediately I was thinking about Super Showdown. And I was like, why are they calling it this new name? And I was like, oh, that's a good yeah. all together. Yep. And I was like, okay. You know, well, so they, they trying to just throw that, the out Crown, the, before I saw the first Crown Jewel commercial a week or two ago, Rich was telling me, 
Oh yeah, they're doing another Saudi show three days after. Uh, and I was like, no, they're not. I would have heard about it. And he's like, I'm telling you, right. they are. And I was like, oh, that must mean who cares? It's not going to mean anything. And then, literally a day or two later, I, I, I saw, or that next Raw, <laughs> I saw uh, they they promote the uh, Crown Jewel. I was like. Oh, so they are going to hype it, but nowhere near like they did Greatest Royal Rumble. Not even close. No, not even. I mean, they, they barely gave it a mention, you know, on on SmackDown. It's like it's not. It's, a, it's such an afterthought. Like it, it, it feels like they learned from because the that's big the audience you can that they do put that out. To. Right. I'm sorry to interrupt. They, that's the you can't. The Australians get a show, three shows a year for the last 25 years. This isn't right. anything new. You want to fill that place up, you got to make it feel important. But the Saudi right. fans. It's the arenas, you know, nowhere near the, that size, and they're still at that at this stage of we'll take anything, you know. Um, and the Prince guy, he'll pay people to show up. That, that won't be that won't be uh, an issue. It's, we understand why they're doing this show. And and honestly, it felt like they they heard the backlash, they heard the, the criticism, they heard the results of how much they were hyping the Greatest Royal Rumble, and they weren't going to do that this time. Like, no, no, we're going to keep this thing kind of low key, and we're going to let people know about it a little bit, but we're not going to hype it nearly as much as we do the Greatest Royal Rumble ever. You know, because right. the last time we talked about it, people started bringing us back with the the social aspect of going to Saudi Arabia. So it's like, nah, right. we'll just kind of creep it in there. It's going to be a couple of days after. I didn't even know when it was until somebody was like, yeah, it's like five days after that. I'm like, that's on Friday? Okay, mm-hmm. whatever, you know. So I didn't even think about when it was, you know, when they initially talked about the promotion for it. But the first yeah. thing is, like, like go ahead. No, no, I was just agreeing. You got it. Well, I was going to say, look, one of the comments I'm going to make was I just found out like two days ago that they're running like an independent show here on Long Island, too. Um, about a couple hours before Evolution, it's an old ladies, you know, pay-per-view uh, kind of show again. And like Jackie Gabbard is one of the ones they were really, you know, plugging. And I was thinking back, I'm like, yo, weren't they on the verge of finding her? Yeah, so I, I saw Wait, 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 wait. I, was like, I thought she had like a real deal neck injury. She's a German yeah. woman, right? Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And like, I went on Twitter. Well, you know, they got the the the, the dope. Uh, you know, Kobe went over to Germany, got his <laughs> basically got an uh, alien <laughs> replacement or whatever. So, you know, I gave her some of that German engineering uh, vertebrates, I guess. Uh, you, vertebrae. You, you know, I don't know. There's some 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 stem cells from a from a baby <laughs> giraffe or something to kind of heal the neck or whatever. I, I yeah, yeah, the neck. But... Yep, perfect. There you go. <laughs> But I was wondering, I was like, yo, is this one of those cases? Because apparently she put on Twitter, like, I couldn't, I was trying to find the tweet and I couldn't find it, but apparently she was talking about how 2018 was like a bad year for her, you know, with with almost being signed, not being signed, having the surgery and all that kind of stuff. And I'm wondering Mm -hmm. if she's putting in these kind of shows now to kind of show that, hey, I am healthy. Maybe I can get up in this thing, you know, within like the end of the year, if not, you know, next year or whatever. So I was wondering yeah. how many, how often do you think they actually go out to these kind of like spot shows, you know, the shimmers and all that kind of stuff and these kind of independent shows to try to find more of these ladies to kind of beef up for like some kind of major, you know, late all ladies, you know, regular weekly yeah. show. Um, I'm going to say often. And, you know, because they have their talent scouts, you know, William Regal and his team, you know, they're, I'm sure, Long Island. That's not like some obscure, you know, 
it's easy to get to. Why not send someone uh, to to go see that show and scout some folks? Right. Who, uh, who's what's the promotion putting on the show? Do you know? Oh, uh, let me let me I'm trying to go back. I'll, I'll keep looking for a while. I'm, uh, I think it was like Beyond Wrestling or something like that. Um, okay. Was the, so, was I mean, the company. That's that's great marketing to put that on the same weekend as the uh, as the May or as the uh, Evolution pay per view. That's, and, um, and literally their Twitter was like make it a full day because I think their show starts at 2 p.m. and goes to like 5. And I think the doors open up in Nassau around 5, 5.30. So they're like okay. make it a full day of, of, of women's wrestling, you know. So they're, they're really like latching on, you know, kind of yeah. like what they're doing, you know, with what they do at Mania and, and, and uh, SummerSlam and stuff like that. So, oh. I'm just watching Undisputed Area up in the ring now with, uh, with Regal. Mm-hmm. What's the timeline? And that's another thing. Is it supposed to be sometime at the end of nineteen that uh, that fish should be should be healthy again, or like what's what's the deal with him? I don't know. He's not somebody I've uh, I've because probably because he's in a in a in a group, uh, right? You know, gets to, gets to hide. Uh, but yeah, it has been has been a little bit. Well, that's all I have, man. That's, you know, nothing, nothing major. I wanted to check in. I had a, a free evening to, to check in and, and, and land some comments, and, and maybe I'll, I'll yeah. tweet a little bit, you know, tonight. But uh, you guys have a great show. Enjoy the – always enjoy the banter, and, uh, you know, I'll uh, – we'll see what's up. Thanks, Will. Appreciate you, man. All right, brother. Will from Long Island. Long Island. Long time. Lino. As well, go back to at least 2012, I think. I think he's like the second wave of, like he's in that, I think, Josh wave. <laughs> you know, like I think of the early, like 2010, like that early, like Real and Derek Price and, and, uh, and, um, and, uh, and just, you know, that early crew and then, and then, and then Josh and Will and even Rich is a part of that second that second wave. I'm interested in in hearing what he had to say on his on the Urson show because I for you know timelines like I forget how long I remember when when Rich finally got put on. I was like, hey, maybe we should be friends on Facebook. And then I went to type his name in. And it was like <laughs> you're already friends with him. So even going back then, I was like. Oh, like how long have I known this guy? He's just been flying under the radar, fandom, and then you know becoming friends and, and then inviting them to do the show probably in uh, 2015 or so. So yeah, I'm interested in hearing hearing that timeline because I'm sure his recollection is a lot <clears throat> a lot better, more accurate than mine. Whoa, who is that? Oh, that's Lacey Evans and her. Romper, yo, she killing them doily gloves though every time. Yo, oh, oh, oh! Damn, Lacey, them legs. Good lord, Lacey fucking Evans, man. Man, she's grown on me, and makes me grow. <laughs> All right, let's uh let's talk this why yes. Let me check something first. Yep. 
Yep. Okay. Let's uh, let's go three one two. Who's this? Where are you from? What's up with you, man? It's uh, Sean from Chicago. What's good with you, man? What's happening, Sean? Yeah, it's been a minute. Been a minute. Uh, not much, man. Just uh, busy. Keeping busy, man. Got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, real quick, I want to say um, uh, MMATorch.com. Uh, I'm uh, on October sixth. I am covering a fight. Or King of the Cage over at Gold Country Casino. I'll be live tweeting and everything. Hopefully they do us right and uh, let us sit next to the judges again. Uh, it'll be broadcast on MAV TV, uh, Direct TV Channel 214, and uh, Channel 810 for Verizon customers. Yeah. And uh, ho- hopefully that's pretty good, man. I, I enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it last uh, last time earlier this year. So. I can't wait to do that again for the uh, the tour. So it's going, it's back at that same venue from what was that April or May or something? Yeah, yeah, same venue. Uh, same venue, okay. Yeah, you had a pretty yeah, good also, time uh, I got, last time, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, um, uh, it's on Mad TV's in like fifty million households or something like that. I think, if I okay. can remember correctly. So I was like front row center. I didn't I, so. My buddy went and got a beer. I said, no, man, I can't drink a beer on television. They're going to think we're, we're drunks. So I just I just got drunk after this. You know? Is that how that works? Is that how beer drinking works? Because no, I mean, but I, we got a fucking, I didn't want to have a beer you know, representing MMA have a, Torch. You know, you a blackout drunk sources. on the fucking Supreme Court. We, 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 I don't understand. Drinking is very acceptable. I didn't, I didn't get blackout drunk. I don't get blackout drunk. I'm just saying. I've only get blackout drunk once when I was 16. Uh, you gonna huh? go out on that limb? I said you don't. You don't get blackout drunk and try to rape bitches. Is that what you're saying? No, uh, insane people try to do that. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, actually, living in living in uh, Chico, California, that was like the number one party school for quite some years. I've seen plenty of people blackout jump and and uh yeah the last thing they're trying to do is, is, is that why you and autumn, fall down and throw up. Is that how why yeah. you and autumn are friends? I'm like how I was like why are these people Yeah, because I saw she I was like Chico California. I was like what the hell are the chances? Because I saw we had like a mutual friend. I said that's bullshit. I said mate because it was Cam and I was like oh she lives in Austin but I saw Chico California and so yeah, so I just added it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um. Uh. Real quick, also, I got something coming up October twenty third in Chico, California. I'm opening up for Tech Nine guys, CD Entertainment. Um. You can you get uh find CD Entertainment or Hybrid One on Facebook. That's enough of the plugs. Thank you. <laughs> no. Um. Back to this wrestling though. Um. Mm-hmm. I know everybody discussed the um the Brie Bella stuff at length, you know. Um, yeah. And everybody's got a different take on it. Uh, I, I don't think she should get fired because they started off as uh, managers. And she could just go back to managing. I think she's fine with uh, Daniel Bryan. She's always – she's they were arm candy, but they were consultants when they first started off. So she could just go back to that. She could just be Nikki's consultant. But I don't think she belongs in that ring at all. It's a giant difference between her and Seth Rollins. Like she 
she is a professional wrestler. That don't mean she should be. You know, um, but she can be in the business though. It's nothing wrong with that. I mean, when Daniel Bryan got hurt and he could no longer do it or get cleared, he became something else. She can do the same and step down. No big deal. How gracious. No, I'm just saying. Come on. Like, I mean, or I could say she can get the fuck up out of here. She hasn't earned what Seth Rollins have earned, so she can just get the fuck up out of here. I mean, like, I don't care. If she got fired, good. I would beg to differ that she hasn't earned. Uh, whatever, whatever uh, you said about Seth Rollins. But see, that's what just... I'm saying. That's why I wouldn't fire her because she was she she did you know she's uh did what she needed to do. She's she's fine. I, I I'm not one of those people that say oh she's a diva. She didn't do anything. She's messing up women's wrestling. Nah 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 nah. I mean, honestly, to be real, she helped bridge that gap. Like, look, think about how Trish Stratus started off as the the um, manager for TNA for Albert and Test. Like, she was just kind of arm arm candy, you know. But like, you know, she she was she was still a pretty good manager for them. I don't think they won the yeah. titles, but they were always in the in the uh, title hunt though. She showed so up pretty good with her, you know, tits under her chin. And said, "Do that's you great. guys want to see some TNA?" <laughs> and they were like, hey, "You know, it's a one." And, and did they you get know, title shots like, or not, though? Fuck yeah! But this was before they even teamed up. This was their introduction. But, but no, <laughs> and she's like, "I got Trish who went from that in Albert. You had Trish Stratus like, go ah, from that all the way up to champion, though. You know, no, no, no. That's I, not necessarily not easy to do when you start like that." No, but I mean, come on. How you gonna say that? Like, I mean, sure, that was all bad back then. But like, I, I wasn't as, as a, as a uh, young child. I was not um, upset with what she was doing. I'm sorry. No, but uh, so where do you think they're going with Randy Orton, man? I don't like, know. Is, I'm is, interested is, is, though. Just to. Like he's not going to feud with, he's not going to be an extended feud with Ty Dillinger. That would be interesting, right? No, that would. That, I mean, seriously, it it would be interesting if 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 for whatever reason Orton got obsessed with Ty Dillinger, it would show that he was serious about trying to give back. I would question the guy. I would question Ty Dillinger being that guy, but you know, but I think it's more him to just run through Ty Dillinger in a week in a, in a match in a week or two, uh, just to have something to do on I, TV, I, and then that gets him to something bigger. I think it's good for Ty Dillinger, too. I mean, he ain't show a whole lot in the Nakamura match, but I think that's because he was just trying to get in some spots before Randy ran in there. But, I mean, if Ty Dillinger could turn after Orton, maybe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that wouldn't be too bad. Maybe team up with Ty Dillinger a little bit. Could you see, could you see in a storyline where, where Orton's just like, I, could, I, see, I, see, I see the evil in him, I, beyond all this tin flicky flick hand bullshit, and I'm gonna, yeah, right, I'm gonna bring yeah. that out of him, and then he just torments him till he turns fucking heel. It's like a little mini. Because I Orton think that's what he's going for. That's what Orton's kind of trying to do to the to the fans. So yeah, it'd be dope if he could do that to a wrestler, and then you know, uh, Ty Dillinger and our truth throwing each other. Get that belt off Nakamura for a little bit, just for a little bit. Get it on Truth. Have him and Ty B for whatever. Like you can pass that U.S. title around, man. It's all good. Like. Nakamura don't. Nakamura just needs to end up with it later in important 
times. Especially if he ain't feuding with nobody, he don't necessarily need it. But you could always put it back on him and pass it around a little bit. Because I think <clears throat> I think Aiden English need to get a shot at that. I would not disagree. Aiden, Aiden, Aiden English is he went the uh, Jinder Mahal route. Only they they hot shot at Jinder Mahal. But like, think about it. They put a dude with Rusev, who's uh, got the physique. Uh, he's got. Uh, serviceable. Well, you know, crazy wild you know, like Rusev or like, like gender did or does. No, but but Aiden English is cut and he's tall as shit. Right, but he's a skinny dude. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like he's Johnny Gargano. Like no, he's yeah. he's tall too. He's probably six two. Uh, but I mean, um, you know, Jinder uh, 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 Mahal put on you know thirty pounds of muscle. <laughs> Aiden yeah. English is just a fit dude that's that's kind of shredded. You know, especially right. at, at I certain mean, but it, in a certain light. Still, though, still, it still it still looks good. It's, it's still aesthetically pleasing, so it works. I like to see him. You know, when they, they always use Rusev as this catapult, and and this this means if Aiden gets a push, Rusev's just not going to get that push we all want him to get. You know, he's just not. not. But, uh, so, speaking of that, like, do you think that they're going to give Randy Orton a title run later, or do you think he's done with title runs unless like something really bad happens, like Samoa Joe would get hurt or something? Yeah, the latter. And they gave it to him in a chamber. I'm not saying, you know, if he's got, if Orton's got three to, you know, two. Let's say two to four, because then he signed like a three year uh, contract or something full time. So if he's got two to four years of full time. You know, week after week, you know, uh, he'll, he'll be on 40 episodes of SmackDown a year, you know, uh, 75% of the house shows, whatever, the, 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 however it breaks down. If he's a full-time guy for the next two to four years, I'm absolutely not discounting another uh, uh, world championship run. But in the, on uh, the canvas as laid out now, yeah, he's an emergency go-to, you know, break, when emer- break in case of emergency type guy. Uh, he's just not um, – in a moment, he could be built up, but he's not somebody you would want to have to go to and build around for the next year, certainly. You don't want he's Randy like, Orton in the title match at, at WrestleMania, that's for certain. True. Unless but if he's against, the final – if he's uh, one of the last four or six in the in the ring at the Rumble or something, he absolutely should be there. He should always – again, as long as he's a full-time guy and can – and can look and wrestle the you know like a full time guy. He should always be uh, you know n- near the top just based on on legacy. No pun intended. Um, but yeah, he's he certainly earned that. I mean, but 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 all things go you know in the next two to four years, everything say they avoid major injuries at the top and they don't need you know nobody flops. Uh, you know, there's not another like gender Mahal type thing, and they don't. I don't think Orton's uh, or Nathan Jones. I don't think Orton, <laughs> don't think Orton has another uh, world title run. I, 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 I can feel see it only because I can see it only because of John Cena. Um, in a perfect world, you'd have them tied, and John Cena would be it'd be him and John Cena, career versus career, and. You know, whatever. I think those two should wrap it up at WrestleMania in a really good match. I think they actually could what, put on a WrestleMania uh, 36 the, or something, 37, fucking 49. I don't know. 
I don't know. Like, I don't actually want to see it happen anytime soon. Like, I turned 40 in four years, and I don't want to see it before I'm 40. So, yeah. Uh, Wait, you're 36? You just said you were a young child when Trish and them, you were 18. I said adolescent. Okay, I said young child. Whatever, man. You just, I'm 18. What? I was like, like 26. Look, look, Craig. All right, Craig. Uh, Craig sure, I, was like, I, was like, I was like, damn. Uh, I was like, damn, I thought Sean was like my age or close to it. I was like, he must be like 28 then. No. He was no. 18. No. <laughs> He's writing the demo as she came okay. out and was like, okay, look, he's a okay, when she was doing that, I was working on my first shorty, okay? Like, I had a child oh, yeah. shortly after that or during that. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not going to say 18. I had a, I had a child when I was 16. Okay, that was, I was going to say, did you go from uh, not, uh, damn, your first shot, you had a baby? Uh, Yeah, first three months. I mean... You no, do, no, 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 I mean, three oh, okay. but your first, huh? but your first, I mean, not to be all in your business, but you know how this show is, but Girl your friend, first, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, you Brett Kavanaugh on the fucking, on the, first on the piece. stand, on the, uh, wow, first piece, yeah, first piece, buddy, yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a devout man, come on now, I mean, I don't want one, I, I, I was engaged to no, it, no, it ain't about devout yeah. or loyalty or nothing, I'm just thinking, damn, you didn't even, you know, like, damn, first time out, <laughs> Just thinking of the psychology, you know, I'm 38. I don't have no kids. I, I mean, I've it wasn't the calls. first time. <laughs> no, I get it. it uh, that's clear. Months. That's clear. Your first, your first, but your first lover, your first, you know, partner, whatever you want to call right. it. <laughs> I was like, uh, it was the first time, man. It was like, yeah, that's even later. I mean, shit. Look, my mom had me at 15. That was her first time, and that's fucking gotta. St- that's that's awful. That's terrible, especially if you're a girl. <laughs> She, she, uh, she was like, uh, like, yeah, she wasn't 16 though. Yeah, she wasn't 16. She was much older. Was, was much. I mean, shit, we intrigued now. Uh, six years, six years. Uh, she went to high school with my brother, so she was, she was 22. Yeah. Did you get into that? I don't want to say too much of that because that's kind of illegal. I mean, sure, but when I was 20, well, I was grown, but when I was 20, and and I remember telling my neighbor who we were cool with, and I used to drive, uh, work for him. He had a valet service, but we was cool. I was 20, he was 28, and my, he did business with my pop. So we was cool, smoked lunch, all kinds of, he was wow, cool, just a cool, grown-up guy I was friends with when I was 18. And I told him when I was living in VA, yeah, I smashed this young named Dee Dee last night. She's 34 and blah, blah, blah. So she, you know. My mom at the time, you know, was 35, 36. And then my dad, so Dale, dumbass, tells my dad. And then my dad's a scumbag <laughs> enough to tell my mom? Like, what the fuck? Dad, like, what are you yeah, doing? That, that's some weird <laughs> shit. That's, that's, you violated all kinds of man codes, father-son mm-hmm. code, bro code. Uh, and then right? I'm like, yo, my mom, I'm, I'm, I'm stranded in Norfolk. I need a uh, <laughs> bus fare <laughs> to get on me and all my shit. She's like, why don't you ask that woman you're sleeping with? Until she said that, I'm like, oh my god, fuck my life, <laughs> and everybody but did I you ask that woman? No, my mom sent me the fucking money to get my goddamn ticket. Oh, I would ask that woman. <laughs> <get> that, <laughs> that was actually a good idea. <laughs> Didi ain't had shit. Didi was this, Didi was 34. She told me she was like 20 something. Uh, she had a husband you who was it. in fucking jail who was getting out in April, <laughs> and this was. Baby boy. <laughs> and listen, listen, listen. I, ex- I, I in, 
I put every ounce of manhood inside her, like that, like that the week before. Like That's I had to a get... little candid, isn't it? <laughs> That's a <laughs> damn. <laughs> welcome, welcome, to the, welcome to the fucking East Coast cast. This is my first time, like where I was like, oh my god, like we're fucking. I unload my fucking soul in her, and then I get up. And she's feeling my shit. Like, did you wear a condom? And I'm like, hell yeah, don't you? And I'm snapping like the bass. You know, like at my pubes and shit. Like, don't you hear it? I flick on the light. That shit just completely exploded, all rolled up at the base. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I went from the best orgasm I've ever had to being the most afraid I've ever been in the span of, you know, 30, 60 seconds. And with this ghetto-ass shit, gold tooth, you know, this bitch. Oh, damn. I don't, know, yeah, I don't know a real name. Did she have bullet she had gold tooth? tooth. She said gold huh? tooth. Was her name Dashiki? Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. Swahili for dogs. Southern, <laughs> like, Virginia hood chick, you know. Oof. But the point was, she had a goddamn husband on the way, or, or in jail, on, about to get out in four or five months. And, I mean, that's not why I left Norfolk, but uh, I was not trying to have her. No, that's why you left. So. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> French Prince music spinning on somebody's shoulders. I left it. Oh, shit, right? <laughs> One little fight. Uh, <laughs> and her husband came yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so I've had that, yeah, with the older, and that was significant. So, But it wasn't borderline illegal, you know. And like, you know. I was going to ask, though, yeah. Sean, did you get involved in that tweet, that weirdo tweet fest that Cam had like two weeks ago <laughs> about – Young guy or um, older guy? Yeah, I did. It was mostly but guys. I didn't say anything. Older guys. Yeah. Because Kim wasn't wrong. I was like, well, yeah, sure, it's weird, but like, I'm part of the weirdo. So I don't know what to say. Yeah. I didn't care. I was like, whatever. Nigga, like, you I knew what I was doing. Upon. I mean, come on, 16 and 22 is not, let's not pretend like that's, uh, like the whole thing started with the Drake, you know, and sending what's her face, who's 14. Advice about boys. Yeah, that was weird. Now that shit is weird. Talking saying, about I miss you, know, fourteen-year-old. He's grooming her. Man. All the, you know, and then you have a host of examples. He probably of, is. Well, I mean, maybe. Um, but it's a music industry. It's weird. Right. It's like it's there weird. are millions of things. Oh. Totally. So yeah, I. So, I, um, so that's, what I sparked, um, that's what sparked the conversation. But again, that is so different from <laughs> a, a, a college girl and a high school boy. Yeah, a college woman and a high school uh, boy. Uh, you need, you need to, to get your grandma, grandma, man. man. What you the ain't lived till you've been with a grandma, Traff. Oh, oh yeah, nah. Um, you're not wrong. And the older I get, you know, shit, I'm almost 40 now. It's like, that's going to come be- by default eventually. Like, like you don't want to come by default. You want to come by choice, man. Like, if I smash, I mean, that's what I mean. But if I smash, like, a... 45-year-old chick when I was 20 that was like, yeah, smash this joint, she's 45. Now it's like, nah, smash this joint, that's a little bit older than me. You know, it's not even a thing. Start smashing. <laughs> so, start so smashing gotta, in, gotta the, be, in the lower 40s. Cougars. It's got to be saber tubes. Yeah. Mountain lions. Get smash in the lower 40s I will fuck and you'll get there pretty quick. Don't get it twisted. Oh, no, I, I hear you, man. Um, a lot of people say, oh, man, you don't got no standards. Hey, no, the standard is the standard is to get it. <laughs> That's the standard. <laughs> not not all these other stuff is getting it, period. 
right, uh, my bad. Back to back to wrestling. Uh, like Angela Bassett is so, not catching it. Like you're a goddamn liar if you say no, 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 I'm good. I, she too old. Well, how, where, where does Strowman go after this, man? What happens after um, well, that's a, after that's a Saudi Arabia? Um, oh, no, yeah, because I think Roman, that. My bad. I, no, no, that, we're, we're, that was that was a good pivot. Uh, I, I definitely think uh, <laughs> Roman's leaving the champion. I do not think they did all this just to have Roman be the champion for a month um, after beating Brock. <laughs> right. Uh, so they keep writing like one, wow, one what off, a and they're gonna burn Are Roman. Watching? Are you watching NXT? No. That was so creative. And they pinned Montez. Wow, that's surprising. So one of the uh, oh. The mighty, the mighty guys put, imagine like you're standing, he's on his back and you're looking like you're going to put him in like a, either a, a, a figure four or maybe a Texas cloverleaf. So you do the leg, yeah. but instead of turning them over for the, you know, on their stomach, you jackknife it into a pen. Oh, and yeah, okay. that's how, yeah, it was super creative. Okay. I've never seen anything like that. So kind of like like head. Charlotte's figure eight, but right. a little bit a little bit different. Uh, think of again, think of Seamus about to put on a Texas cloverleaf. So you've you're, you've got oh. your you've got the guy's legs, but instead of stepping over and turning them on their stomach for like a crab uh, move, you flip over, jackknife it into a pen. So you're holding their legs in a Texas cloverleaf all tied up, but you jump over. Oh, okay, and no, you're, I, I got you're breaking no, jackknife into a pen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want them to move up, man. I mean. They'd be pretty good over there on Raw. Uh, TM61, uh, the Mighty, sorry. The Mighty. The Mighty. That's a weird name. But, um, <clears throat> dude, uh, uh, where is Sanity at? Mm-hmm. Where is Sanity? Like, I haven't seen them two we- I think they were on two weeks ago, and they lost to, like, the bar or whatever. But, like, where are they, man? And they changed Killian Dane, and they gave him, like, real tights, and they look weird. He looks like fucking the blonde or, like, Puck. What, they put him in a singlet? Yep, he's got a singlet on. It's it's not a bad color scheme and stuff. It's decent. It's just weird. But he had a great, like, presence with the hair, with the, with the, Barrel chest and the hairy, uh, the hairy chest and back, and the whole like the coats like, of mini furs. <laughs> he had those, uh, those Mister Burns vests yeah, and like shit. His uh, coats. Come on, a damn mountain lion Red Dead Redemption your back. Coat. Like, Oh shit! Did he strangle that motherfucker himself? Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. He had wolf pelts, fucking fox, fox feet dangling in front of his face. But we're like, I mean, yeah, I'm just, I'm just wondering where people are and where they're going to end up because you, it's just a lot. We don't seem to be seeing like Dana Brooke. I, well, I didn't watch Raw, but from uh, the little highlights I saw, I don't remember seeing Dana Brooke. Like, uh, I just don't. They, it's a lot of smoke and mirrors right now for all these shows. You know, like they got all these shows coming up, and I just don't know where people are going to end up. And at the end of the day, after they get out of this year, who gives a fuck? Like why? Why would you give a fuck? Okay, Roman to be champion. Who cares about that? And then you'll have Ronda be champion with like no meaningful feud going into the next year. You know what I mean? Like I, I just they're setting what, things why up are you for these shows. That, huh? Why are you assuming she won't have any <clears throat> any uh, meaningful feud? I guess Natty, but I just don't see anybody over. 
You just mean period? Who, you don't think? Up? I mean, she's only wrestled Alexa. She still got unfinished business. If Nia Jax wants to make a de- issue with her, they still got un- they certainly got unfinished business. Especially if you're Nia Jax and don't have your don't have your title. Um, but can't, she's only she's wrestled like James. three people. Why? What are they gonna do with Mickey James? Like everybody, she's so beneath everybody else. Mickey James is getting jobbed out. I mean, it ain't like she trash, but like she just gets jobbed out. Like she she hasn't beaten anybody to build up credit. Uh, okay, that how leads me to something else I was gonna ask. Like, do you, do you do you just... think people are ready? Do you think they should just move up like a uh, uh, talent without with no fanfare? Just move up people like Conti and. Um, not Lacey Evans, because I know no, she's she, pretty first involved off, down there. She shouldn't there. even be on NXT. Conti, get the fuck she out shouldn't. of here. She shouldn't. Conti. But she's a face. I said move her up, because what the hell are you going to do with all NXT? Get trash. You talk about people mad at Brie Bella? You're going to give Conti a pass because she's a real fighter <laughs> in another world? And I, didn't say put her, I didn't say put her in a match. I said move her up. She can be to doing do what? what Alicia Fox is doing. What do you mean? Let Alicia Fox wrestle. Let her come out and be the weird person wearing hats and shit on the sidelines. What's wrong with that? They need some bodies. Let her be a body. Let her get in there, take some bumps, get her shit thrown against um. Let her get her arm broken in a couple of spots with Ronda Rousey. Nothing, no harm, no foul. Instead of having Alicia Fox do it. That way you can save Alicia Fox. You can give Conti a little money, and you can cut her at the end of the year for tax purposes. I mean, I just think they need some body. So, like, Nia Jax is moving up. Can she have a squat? Like, if you want to have a squash match against somebody, do it against somebody who's garbage, who isn't going to get any offense in and just needs to take bumps. Conti, there you go right there. Like, the, I would have put the Ely brothers. I would have moved them up and then fired them eventually. They were terrible. They were garbage. But, like, I, I, I just I talk shit about the Ely brothers. Man. They had looking ass niggas. They were trash. They were trash. I fucked with them. I, fucked like, with I, them. I had to. Re- I had to think long and hard to remember every, their names, man. Every time they came on TV, I was like, "Yes, the Ely brothers about to get a push. Here we go." <laughs> they would lose to like AOP or Sanity, whoever was like the tag team. of six one Heavy Duty. I think Heavy Duty should have moved up instead of Sanity. That would have been better. Yeah, heavy machinery. Yeah, machinery. especially <clears throat> with 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 how you know good Otis is uh, as far as like timing yeah. and, and comedic. They're stuff. a good act, man. They work well with the bar. They work well with New Day. They work well with uh, uh, the Usos. You can put them in you there with anybody. Fantastic. Mean, and, and, and try to do something there. They could. Where they, they had could him lose to the out. Shield. Nah, I, I, I mean, mean people. No, people I mean, say, okay, number one, if they came up tomorrow, if they came up Monday on Raw, they're not going to be in those guys in tag title picture and immediately. So they wouldn't even be in the title picture to, against the people who eventually beats the Shield. Dude, oh wait, no, the Shield isn't even the champion. Fucking uh, no, they're not champion. No, I'm just saying, like right. they served up a, they didn't serve up AOP. But let's be for real. If you're going to protect Braun and not have him lose at hell in hell and have the shittiest finish you could think of, why can't you protect ALP in a disqual- you know, and have it had him get DQ? Instead, they lose. 
And then you have, like, and then on top of it, not because I hate him, but on top of it, you got the main dude getting the pin over. I'm like, what? don't, you could just have him hit them with a chair, you know what I'm saying? You had him hit him with a chair as a DQ finish, and then you could have his shield get, get him their comeuppance. Right. And then we're done. But you don't have to put a fucking L on their record. It's just weird now. Now I'm like, oh, well, they already lost to the Shield. Why the hell would they get a fucking title match? But that's that's about all I got. Um, I I had some about Dean Ambrose, but, like, I just think he's being wasted. I don't – I don't – I know he hasn't said anything yet, but he might might get the Intercontinental Champ – the IC title off of Seth. He might. If he goes up against Roman, that's just the burn through a storyline to just get there. So what what do you think they might go with him? Uh or if do you um, think he's I being think, wasted? I I think he's 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 okay with his spot six uh, whatever, four weeks, six weeks since he's uh since he's been back. I I mean yeah. what's wasted? He's in the goddamn main events. <clears throat> he put he had to put uh you know, what's his face over last week? McIntyre, but that's a guy that's going to be in the main events in eight to 12 months. So you understand that even if you're Dean Ambrose at the top or near the top of the card, I, I think he's fine. Um, I think they're going to do possibly do the uh, three way at WrestleMania, maybe, maybe for the universal title um, with all three of those guys. And that's where they're headed. Um, that would be cool. Um, but in the meantime, I think they just they did the little tease with with Ziggler saying this stuff and oh is he gonna and you know now they're they're back and they're unified and you know they're you're not gonna you know what you know put a wedge in in them and then they'll go forward and it'll be fine for the next three four months uh, and then maybe come the Rumble maybe you know WrestleMania season comes in and then we'll start seeing some cracks again that's if obviously if they if they're going in that so in that who do you think is the IC title then and who would you like to see with it. I'm going to say Elias for me just because I think that belt fits him perfectly. And the way Roman throws it over his shoulder doesn't fit Roman's character to me. I think it's a little much, a little too heelish for him. But I think with with the drifter, I think it's perfect. You know, I don't have one off the top, um, you know, uh, I but I don't like Elias. I don't dislike him, but I don't care for him. I definitely wouldn't care for him being, you know, the quote-unquote, you know, workhorse title. I, I, I mean, I know that's, you know, outdated in some instances, but um, I don't know. I just think there's there's just somebody that I'd rather than Elias. That's Bobby Roode, maybe? Bobby Roode beating the shit out of Chad uh, Gable? Yeah, I'd go the other way, but unfortunately – the way they're uh... either way, I think that'd be I think that'd be fine if they traded it. I think Bobby would do well with the um, IC title around his waist as a uh, as a heel, but most likely I, I don't like that cheesy. I don't like that cheesy ass tag team they got. I fucking hate that. I, I I don't like when they do shit like that, man. It's like corny because if you're a heel, man, which I am, it's fucking makes him look like a chump every week. Is that it, that's what I'm saying. I am. What are you, what are you like doing? His, his tag team partner yeah. is the son of Kurt Angle, but he's he's running around wiping the sweat from the balls on Bobby Bobby Roode. Like, come on, right. man! It's like, 
just have I mean, him leaving, leaving, leaving Jordan, Jason Jordan out of it. It's just like, bam, we've seen you wrestle. I would, I yeah. believe you could beat Bobby Roode and it not be called an upset. You're a better, I mean, you know, it'd be a good match, you know, especially if they wrestled. No, that would be good. That would be a really good IC title match. And then like, uh, or if you had like, uh, if you made it a four way with Roode and, um, um, Elias in there just to mix it up and, you know, so you wouldn't see who won what. Like, I think that'd be pretty good. Pretty good WrestleMania, to be honest. What the fuck else you going to do with him? It's like 500 matches, 500 hours, you know, like. It, 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 I, I want to, if they, they keep people off at odd times, I mean, I guess because they don't have anything to, for them to do, like the B team. B team lost their titles and just disappeared, you know. Yeah. So where, where have they been? They just, that thing get over like up. like like they hoped or like I even thought. Like once they introduced that music, I was like, oh, they're, they're off and running. Uh, but it just that was like Shinra, nah. It was you know that right, Shinra that was music fine. when uh, from Final Fantasy VII. It sounds almost exactly like that, man. It sounds exactly like that. The Shinra music where you got to learn that march and turn with Cloud is terrible. I mean, it was over. They, I mean, they yeah, were like open, two weeks. But like, yeah, you, yeah. Some things. Well, that's have, all I got, know, man. I'm on the shelf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. <laughs> I'm gonna get out of here. Yeah, get the hell out of here. We, we, we got it. We got it. We got it. Uh, but no, showing from Chicago, everybody. Problematic showing at that. He didn't say anything too problematic. Uh, the whole twenty, thirty minutes he was on. So, a little round of applause. Um. Let's uh, let me see any more non-VIP emails come in. No, they did not. So, all right, let's. Uh, looks like we go to our last caller of the evening. Let's head to Georgia, and uh, let's talk to Darrell. Uh, Darrell, what's going on? What's going on, Trav? How you doing today, man? Doing all right. What's uh, what's on your mind? Oh, not too much, man. Listening to you guys talk, man. Listen to you guys talk, bringing up good discussion. Trying Keep to recover from the weekend. Sharp as shit and dark. Oh, you must talk about NXT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keith Lee doing, walking down the hall, cutting the promo. Yeah, watch that in a second. Had to recover from this weekend, man. Had to play best man for my brother. Had to, um, nice. Taking breaks to come back for part of the weekend, man. Did y'all get all debaucherous? Or did y'all do, be gentlemen? Yeah, we got debaucherous. Yeah, we got debaucherous. You know what I'm saying? Bought the little VIP area. I had, had bought yes. the VIP area. Tell me I didn't spend two and $100 and $200 on fucking bottles, bottle service. <laughs> Man, they came with bottles with the VIP um, section. The VIP section was eight hundred dollars by itself. <laughs> Sheesh. Uh huh. Then when we got there, I asked the lady for how much is um a couple of more bottles. You know the bottles that we pay sixty dollars for. They talking about two fifty. I said, Nah, we'll keep the ones that we got. Like no. Why do, are they allowed to get away? Not get away with it. You charge whatever you want if people are stupid enough to show up. Like, why would you want bottle service? Like, a, a $40 bottle of liquor, a $60 bottle of liquor is all of a sudden $250 because somebody brings it to you? Like, what the fuck? 
And they don't even, and the waitresses don't even get none of that money off of that. So, <laughs> uh, oh, that's even worse. Uh, if they do, they don't tell. Uh, if they do, they don't tell it. But you know, had a good time though. Had to kick one of the strippers out, you know, out of the VIP section because she just wouldn't leave. Like, baby, you've been dancing for an hour and a half. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> give a, give us a break. <laughs> You got about seven hundred dollars on the floor. Matter of fact, let us help you pick this up. Come on, you got to go. <laughs> Yo, just looking at this graphic. Yo, just looking at this graphic for the Forgotten Sons is just like, if I could just be a snowflake real quick, it's triggering as fuck. Like the Forgotten Sons, and they've got their fucking, uh, uh, their. It's the it's the flag and stripe, the stars and bars, or not stars and bars. I'm sorry. It is the the, the stripes, pent the stripes and star, whatever the fuck you call it. But, but it's done in a fucking stars tone where it looks like one of those yeah stars and stripes, where it looks like one of those uh, thin blue line posters that when I was delivering for fucking Amazon, I would see on people's lawns and I want to fucking piss on their fucking doorstep. Like fuck you and your. You know, like he chose to be a cop. Like, like, stop it. Like, stop, stop it. Martyring fucking police officers like they're, you know, <laughs> like you got drafted into the fucking academy or something. <laughs> like, thanks for your, you know, public service, but you know, you could, you know, you you have the choice. You know, blue lives matter. Like, oh, great. What are you when uh, when you take your fucking uniform off? Because <laughs> you could take that off. Can't unzip my fucking skin. Yeah, and you choose to do that. Go up on all that. But they that that graphic, just them. Like, ugh. What the they fuck? They trying to do, like, you know, pull off the sons of uh, son of sons of anarchy or what's the new one? It's a spin off Mayan. Mayans. I don't get yeah, that vibe so. from these guys. I get a whole different fucking vibe. I never oh, thought yeah. about that when because, I saw you know, Sons of Anarchy commercials or, 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 or post billboards. I was like, oh, hey, look, those biker biker guys in that show that, that Peggy Bundy's on, looking all good. Speaking of... Well, they're trying, they trying, they they trying to make it work. They're trying to make it work, you know what I'm saying? So, they, you know, they had hard times trying to make stuff work. That shouldn't be that hard. But, you know, that's WWE for you at times. Yeah, I give them. A, I, mean, I give them a trying. chance. NXT do good job, you know. Yeah. So I give them an opportunity. But you know, going off of what y'all was speaking on earlier, I think the biggest conversation y'all done had today was the Brie Bella um, situation. Don't get me wrong. Um, what she did, you know, it, it it wasn't it wasn't like she was doing it by being malice by it and did it on purpose. It was a mistake. And yes, right. she probably should have did some more. Um, get back in ring shape because she never really done this before. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's her first time ever doing something like this. So people killing her for her first time. I heard um, Sean talking about um, she need to go back and be get demoted and be a manager. Be a manager. <laughs> and and Mike just ripping her, telling saying that is over. That argument is so null and void when they don't they they won't. They want Seth to be the guy when he the end of the guy's career. We ain't gonna talk about yeah he was at the end of his career, but still you ended his career. You also injured another guy and hurt his money because you prevented his push. You made it seem like he was injury prone when you hurt him 
because you wanted to get you reckless and wanted to get your spot in. Well, okay, we're. I mean, then there can be an overcorrection, uh, Darrell, and I think that's where that is. So you you blame Seth Rollins for? I'm not blaming him. Him. I'm just saying he did. He hurt. He he did. I mean, unless the spot was not pre-approved, unless Finn did not know the move was coming, it's not Seth Rollins' fault that Finn. the, The move was. It was done in a weird place. You're used to it being one way. And Finn didn't trust the situation and looked back and threw months, everything off and fucked his shoulder up. That is not Seth Rollins. But for months, fault. they stopped. But it was a long line of people who got hurt. I know. It just happened to be in a. In the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, just, not, yeah, it was a saying, part of a narrative. That's that, something yeah. that happened. For sure. Yeah, that's something that happened. So, you know what I'm but saying? Nobody even when you look at everything individually. Like, like, like Bree has way more culpability in kicking someone in the face twice, m- way more than Seth in that situation of the the, the not buckle bomb, whatever the guardrail bomb that they did. That's just something a move that they both agreed to that went wrong. Kicking somebody in the face twice because you're whatever reckless, not paying attention, especially the second one, and then on top of it. Grabbing her and dragging her but like, around. Like but, like, but like some people say, but like some people say, sometimes some moves, even if you agree to it, you shouldn't agree to it. When you think about what you're trying to do it in the match, y'all was already 12, 15 minutes in the match, so you don't know your fatigue level. You don't know how everything's going. Sometimes some moves should not be done. And for a while, they stopped him from doing the buckle bomb. He just recently started doing it slightly every, like every few matches. So they stopped him from doing it. So obviously they they held some type of, oh, it was your fault a little bit into it. And you can post blame on anybody with anything. And he's more experienced wrestler than she was because I feel like people punishing her because of her doing her job. We forget that, yeah, she came out as a um, ballet, but those women in the diva time, was only doing what they was told to do. You only got three minutes. We want you to come out here and broad panty matches, put cat fight, mm-hmm. just do all of this stuff. They weren't asked to wrestle. They weren't asked to come out here and put on technical matches. They was only doing they, what they was told. So that's used against them when now they're trying to do what they're being told to do now. After when they started, they weren't expected to do that. They was only expected to look good, come out here, TNA, show some kicks in the ass, get in the bra and panties matches, three-minute matches, sometimes less than that, and boom, that's all we want y'all to do. Now, that's reflected on them instead of the people who told them to do it, and they was only doing their job. Now, it's making them feel seem like, oh, you shouldn't be doing what you was asked to do when you was only doing your job in the first place and making them out to be bad people because how people attack it. Brie Bella is like, she did it on purpose, like she meant to do it. Right. Right, and people just conveniently forget that we're this is wrestling, and that's the cost of doing business, unfortunately. But we all understand that, and yeah. the wrestlers, they know that. I mean... And, and, and the only reason why I said that about stealth is because, you know, if you're going to take that approach, then take the approach with everybody then. You know what I'm saying? Even if they didn't mean to or not. You still did the move, so it's your fault. 
and he had some stuff that he did moves on people. He broke what's gonna call his face. They had to finish that match. Uh, <laughs> he separated Finn's shoulder. They had to finish that match. Damn near broke Steen's neck. They had to finish that match, and it was all in a few months. Damn near to his own knee out for doing the move. <laughs> Which, I, you know, I don't try to blame. I ain't blaming him, but if we're using the logic that everybody's using jumping on Brie Bella, because I guess she was a former diva, which wasn't even her fault. It wasn't something that she chose. She just got the job, and they chose that to be for them, and she was only doing what she was asked. That's my yeah. whole thing. It's just null and void. The whole argument is null and void because we all can be blamed for something that we actually do at a job. Then if that's the case, so chill out. She didn't mean to. I'm pretty sure she apologized to her. Let's let's some heat between them or or something or come out that she did it on purpose. Then all that other stuff, she need to lose her job or be demoted. Cut that shit. Leave that shit. Yeah, that's Leave bullshit. Alone. Stop jumping to conclusions. Um, and doing all that. Well, it's not even a conclusion like, because you. I mean, we saw what happened, and it's just a matter of, just, you know, you would. How much of this is because she's Brie Bella and she's a woman, and you know they're not allowed to 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 make mistakes, even ones that are uh, kind of egregious, which you know this one sort of was. I mean, you know she could have been a lot better in the moment, especially yeah. after she kicked her twice in the face. But again, uh, she yeah she deserves yeah. some scrutiny for sure, but it just oh, yeah. way out of proportion, way out of proportion. Yeah. Anyway. And and she's just coming back to the room, uh, the, the ring. So the scrutiny should be, hey man, you got to you got to go back down there to the uh, performance center and get back in tune and get back in, you know. I, I doubt she didn't do that. I mean, I really hope she was down there, or or in some form or fashion, uh, uh, you know, taking bumps before she showed up on some damn TV. But, but listening to Danny uh, Bryant um, on 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 Booker T podcast when he was talking about how he feel like hardcore fans disrespect his wife. He said they have her going all different types of directions at all times where they they tell them they're going to let her get time to take care of their kid. Then at the last minute they call them, well, we need both of y'all to go here, go there, go everywhere. And they run around with the Total Bella show, the Total Diva show, all the other stuff. So she probably did get back in the ring, but you don't know. She probably have all the time that would because – like he said, they told her um, they went in the show one day, and then the day of the show, they said, oh, we need you on the show. But he was like, dang, then y'all written the show? Can y'all not write her in right. and not need her? <laughs> like, who's going to take care of our kids? So when people, hardcore fans are just so, they so one-minded and so biased with their thinking at times that they just jump to conclude, they just jump on something, and they don't think about the whole thing. That's why a lot of times they end up disappointed at the end of the day, because they be shown something, and they don't even think about it. They just react. they like mindless, mindless people. Sometimes they get too um, mindless and start being like those followers of that guy up there in the White House, where he just say anything, any absurd, dumb, stupid thing, 
and they just, ah, right, right, right. And it can be so untrue. <laughs> so, you know, start before you react to something. Take take a breather, step back, and look at it, and then analyze it first. I know people like to react, that instant reaction, that instant hot take, but sometimes, hey, a hot take ain't needed for everything. Right. But yeah, that was just one thing. I know y'all was talking about AJ and, and Samoa Joe, and man, that was awesome what Samoa Joe did <laughs> going to the man house. <laughs> um, I don't Showing know if I... that man's front door. The way it was recorded, if, if it was, I, I'm assuming it wasn't live. There was a little bit of debate during, you know, as I watched, rewatched it. Um, but it was so well done and, and, and leaving it on a cliffhanger like that was just, you know, we're just not used to, you know, used to that kind of episodic stuff. I mean, it's just, uh, it was good. Yeah. It's been a while since they did something like that makes you want to watch and see what's going to happen next week. You know, like you would get. And one of the TV shows that you'll see when they leave you off on cliffhangers and stuff, mm-hmm. and make you mm-hmm. want to come just, back and watch. Just cut the black, not even fade the black. Just boom, we out. Because I'm watching it on Hulu. I'm watching it on Hulu, and it's counting down. It's like 19 seconds until the next show. And Joe is like, you know, still like in the. He hadn't even rang the bell yet, and I'm like, wait, what? How is there? What? what? <laughs> the show is about to end. What's happening? And then he rings the bell or pretends to ring the bell, and then it just black. And the next show is about to come on, or the next Hulu, you know, they're probably about to show Raw or something for Monday. It's like, son of a bitch. Like, wow. So, yeah, that was, that was really That's why cool. I say you stay kayfabe. You can't, man, come do that at your house. He sat on your front porch like it was his house. When a man come do that to you, you can't lose to this man because you can't go home to your wife. Because it's so much disrespect gonna come out of there afterwards that you gonna be you ain't gonna have peace at home. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, 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 no. See, if somebody does something to your gate and you defend it, whether you win or lose, I don't think your women, your woman or your kids can be like, you know, especially if everybody's like alive, obviously. I don't think they can be like, damn. That. Like, if you run, if you like, just run down the street like, like, uh, like, like Gator Man and shit, and like leave your family to yeah. fend for themselves, then you got some fucking, you know, they, you know, you got a divorce coming. They ain't, they ain't gonna fuck with you. Side eye, crazy. Might move to a motel, or make you move to a motel. Fuck that. Um, but if you fight, you, uh, uh, you get lumped up and lose, like. I don't think she'd she be there to with a fucking with a, with a warm rag and some fucking uh, ointment to fucking you know <laughs> make you feel better. Yeah, that can Damn. be a stranger though, but that can be that can happen if that's a stranger. But when that's somebody you know and he had the audacity to say what he been saying and come up in the house and come to the house like it is ringing the doorbell and, and talking about he's gonna come in, dad, the new dad is home and all of that. Oh no, you can't do that. You got to see. You got to fight him on on spot. You know what I'm saying? It's even like back when you was a kid, and it was another kid that was in the neighborhood with you. 
and he got and he got one up on you. The next time you seen him, you had to get, he had to give you another one. You got to get that one until I beat you. And if I can't mm. beat you, then at best I'm gonna keep trying until I can beat you. I got to get one. <laughs> I can't lose faith. I can't lose faith because now they're gonna be questioning the safety. Like how many more homeboys you gonna let come over and they have a dispute with you? Is it gonna feel like they can come up in the house and, and say whatever? Because the last homeboy beat you up. <laughs> no, can't do that. But um, thinking about it, the outside as in just a wrestling terms, I know I would love to see Joe win the title, but right now it don't seem viable. Um, however, they say it because you only have two baby faces right now, legit baby faces that's title content um, contenders. And how many months you have till the Rumble? Like three or four. Then you got six, seven months before Mania. So is he gonna face these same two baby faces over and over again? It's gonna make the matches dull. Now you don't have no WrestleMania match. That's the, that's the only bad thing about SmackDown. They don't have enough baby faces. That's why, I mean, that's that's why you get Truth in, in the position he's in. And I get, maybe that's why you get tied. To, not that they're going to be, either one of those guys are going to be, uh, you know, in anybody's main mm-hmm. event anytime soon or ever. But just to have bodies to kind of like tied over until whoever, <laughs> I don't know, as far as SmackDown, it's not like I don't see none of them going on the um, pay-per-view though. Not a, not a true. No, not, no, that's what I'm saying. Like just to have like TV stuff. So the pay-per-view stuff makes that's when, you know, it's like that thing. It's like not having AJ when he shows up on SmackDown or especially when he wrestles on SmackDown, it's a big deal. Wow, first time in two months AJ is going to wrestle on SmackDown. So they can, they're good at doing that kind of stuff, like old school way of like making you wait and, and, and dis, uh, dispersing everybody throughout the quarter, you know, a three or four month stretch um, and having a lot of bodies. Like you don't see the Usos, like, and it's like, oh, your first instinct is, like, oh, where the hell are the Usos? But it's like, well, no, because they'll be. It's not like they they'll be. They'll certainly be back, and they'll be a little fresher because you haven't seen them every week for the last eight, twelve weeks. So when they do show up in six, eight, twelve weeks again, and I don't even expect them to be off TV for that long. But it's like, uh, you know, you can get some, uh, you get something out of that. You get they change the title contenders though with the, They're using them to change uh, title contenders every um, pay per view for the tag team titles. They're not having, like, continuously feuds. Like, they'll blow off the feud on TV and then right. start up another feud with the Usos, who hasn't been on TV for a few weeks, and build that up for the next pay-per-view. Then they'll probably go back to Gallows and Anderson, keep them off TV, build them back up. But that's kind of different when, okay, now you got them facing now, then they face again at Survivor Series, then you got another pay-per-view after that. They'll probably have to face again. Then you have to get the next um, baby the next baby face up. Or Daniel Bryant will have to face at that pay-per-view after Survivor Series. Then who facing at the Rumble? Then who facing at the pay-per-views in between the Rumble till you get the Mania? Well, you only really have right. two baby faces and nobody else, is, nobody else to, you know, 
go up against whoever, you know, to get you to these certain spots. That's why I was thinking, because, yeah, you make, you let Daniel Bryan sell how he want, how he want the title because you, this is the beginning of the process of building him up, back up as that underdog baby face. You have him lose to the Miz. You can use Miz as a placeholder, a contender, to chasing AJ for the title. Daniel Bryant, you can move Joe into another feud with Daniel Bryant because he got to get something. He got to get somebody for losing again to AJ. So he take it out mm-hmm. of Daniel Bryant, who, who talk about he want the title. So no, you ain't getting the title long as I'm here because I want it again. Mm-hmm. I want another shot. Have them feud all the way to Rumble. Maybe let them be the last two people in the Rumble. Joe beating Daniel Bryant down because everybody believes now that Joe is vicious, cool, and everything that he's building with this AJ, he can pass off with Daniel Bryant by beating him down like that. Let Daniel Bryant win the Rumble. Now you got your two main guys who own SmackDown who could possibly make the match, the biggest match for SmackDown and Mania go up against each other. And you can tell a story because what? AJ, the cover guy on 2K, but Daniel Bryan got most of the accolades in 2K. He got the story mode and all that. Maybe you ter- use that to turn AJ back here. <laughs> what, as a TV thing? Like you use the game to like AJ's like, hey, why do I have less attributes? Like, no. Just, just, it's, just some, it's just something that you can build, even though you can start, you can I, mean, you can, you, I could see somebody, I could see a mid TV during that feud, during a Brian AJ feud or something. I could see Miz TV going, Miz, I agree. You know, Brian's got all the accolades in the game. You're on the cover, AJ. Why aren't you the number one? You know, why are you only an 85 or 80, 91, whatever the fuck the scores are? You know, you could. I guess I that way, but I certainly would not want to see an entire feud. No, I ain't saying it's based on that. I'm just saying that's something that can be picked to make to start turning the jealousy angle in AJ. Because remember, the house that AJ Styles built. Why are we? Why are we? Why are we teasing or why are we even batting around the idea? He has his long title. He he has his long title reign, and you already hearing people saying that. Oh. We it, it's time for AJ to lose the title. It's time for him to you know to, to relinquish the title. And you got to think once Daniel Bryan finally do get in that title race, you are gonna start seeing the crowd start get, coming towards him more than AJ. And you gonna want them to pick and choose one guy, and you can just start doing the jealousy because yeah, he can turn yeah, I on stay, him. He I can, stay he can all the way. Away. From this idea, I was just saying because you now you can have two number ones. You can have a a, a number one baby. Yeah, face don't put them against each other. Why you can would have you like No, this is this only at Mania though. I'm not talking about court and they having a match any time uh, before. Oh, Mania. oh okay, this that does change. At Mania. Okay, okay, okay. I take. Yeah. I'm thinking like yeah, it, it, each other at fucking elimination chambers and shit. Yeah. Okay, I got you. No, only at Mania. They only gonna touch at Mania, and what they should have did with Shinsuke and AJ instead of having all them matches. Now you done yeah. hurt it all the way, and you got two guys coming out. Now you gotta 
you know somebody who over is AJ and somebody over is Daniel Bryan, and now you have that to lead your way in SmackDown while they getting ready to go to Fox. And no telling okay. who you I might mean, that's, add that's, to that's in. certainly logical and, and, and certainly exciting. Who wouldn't want to see AJ versus Bryan at, at WrestleMania? Um, but selfishly, I think I'd rather see AJ versus Joe at WrestleMania. Just because, yeah, you know, for my own. But we done got four. We done got four of them. We done, we done got about three, four of those matches, and no telling how many you have before then. It'll, it'll suffer from the same shit they AJ um, effect. People don't see what too having much too many matches, too short, too time many matches, matches, too much. You know how what, what else you gonna add to the match to? To draw people in Well you can just add something new And you can move some more Joe down A little bit to bring somebody else Up over to maybe make Another third baby face or something Maybe you can have him feud With Shinsuke which Turn him back to a baby face Or whatever or I'm cool with Joe Nakamura I don't, I don't need to see a, a Go back no backseat. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm loving him Nakamura. I'm thinking him and um, Randy Orton is a new faction. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking because he attacking everybody who coming for uh, Shinsuke. Who I would think that'd be a hell of a story if they telling these are plotted um, things that they putting together. <laughs> Did he say I stand for the Nakamura, the, the United States of Nakamura, whatever the fuck? Could you turn his whole bullshit? Pseudo white nationalist, you know, real life persona, into at least that's how I feel about it. Into like, yeah, like because Nakamura is doing this whole Knock America thing. Yeah, I stand for the United States of Knock America. It'll be awesome, man. It'll be awesome because how people know when people know about Randy and stuff like that, and a new little small faction. They've been taking people out. It's something they've been plotting together. Everybody who want to come to face Nakamura, then you know that's a different. They different type of heels now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they use drastic measures, um, healing measures, nut shots, and, and and. That that Kinshasa Nakamura put on Ty Dillinger on the side of that video board was crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they being real ruthless. So, you know, and that's how Nakamura um, did when he created Chaos in New Japan. He was ruthless like that, doing stuff like that. He was a heel at first before he became a baby face. So why not take something from there and do it here? We introduce it in a new way. Son of a bitch. Yo, Rachel Evers is basic as fuck, yo. Like, she's like the template, like, you know, like the default female wrestler, you know, when you're a creative wrestler. Like, there ain't nothing that jumps out about Rachel fucking Evers. Like, I keep trying. She she needs something. Like, I. Like, I'm trying. Like, she's a good athlete. Like, she works fine. I'm not, you know. But just, like, hey, when you got all these colorful, you know, different size, different height women, you know, this is a special group of women uh, they got for this tournament. And they all bring something different. And I'm, and for this, for the sake of this, I'm talking about just aesthetically, like, just physically, we, we, 
see because I haven't seen them all wrestle yet, obviously. Um, yeah, but Rachel Evers, again, she just looks like default. Even the, the little tiny, there's a tiny little woman wrestling t- tonight. Uh, she's really small, really blonde, very cute. Like, she just jumps out. I mean, you know, me and my size bias, like, Rachel Evers is, fits more of that mold. Like, at least she's, you know, quote, unquote, normal. So I wouldn't classify her as, you know, big or small. Being, she's just uh, average. Yeah. She's just average. But this woman is small. She's Cactus Canzano uh, type uh, size, you know. I think, you know, at least yeah, Lacey Evers. Uh, what's her face? Is, what's his, what, what? Lacey, um, what's 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 Johnny's wife? Casey Cassidy? No. You talking about Johnny Gargano? Yeah. What's his wife? Lacey Evans? Um, no, it's the tall one. No, it's not Lacey Evans. It's um, um <clears throat> the name was in my head like for a second. Second, It'll come. second time I've like on air gotten stuck on who what her name is. Fuck. She's that unimpressive. Yes, that is and unmemorable. God damn. <laughs> well, no, she's she, more like that. She's at least like that size. She's smaller for sure. But yeah, but Rachel Evers just just regular kind of basic American style wrestling wrestler, you know, old school, whatever. But not, you know, just basic kind of like WWE style. And it, and, and Candice LeRae is white. Candice. But um, Rachel Ever, she can go back and look at old NXT tapes and somebody who suffered from that just like she did that everybody loving right now is Becky Lynch. People forget that Becky Lynch didn't add the color and stuff to her so when she turned heel and when she was out there breaking people's arms, that's when she started doing the disarm her or breaking people's arms like Bailey and built sympathy for Bailey, and she turned heel, and you got the Becky that everybody fell in love with. That's why I know she's been cutting these great heel promos, uh, pseudo-heel yeah. promos, because that what got her over in NXT. So she only well, doing people, what she got, what got her over. People also forget about <laughs> Rachel in NXT, who came in doing the... Uh, the Irish the, the leg dance—I don't know what the fuck they call it. When 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 to breaking? Uh, it's got a name. Um, I toy to toy to toy. She come out there and her fucking. She's out there dressed like a leprechaun and doing that little Irish, dance that you talk about. Irish jig, like, yeah. Like, what, so you know, and then it wasn't until and, and then. And stuff like that. And then she calmed that down, and then she was kind of regular, normal. And I remember, like, I have it on my Instagram. This was when I was first falling in love with Charlotte Flair. And they have a match. <clears throat> and before they lock up, uh, Becky Lynch did, like, the kind of, like, slap your shoulder thing. And Charlotte Flair was like, oh, what? Like, I'm, you know, like. And she stopped and posed, like, did, like, a muscular, like, you know, double guns thing or something. It was just super awesome. But this was twenty, you know, twenty summer twenty fourteen, you know, NXT. Mm. Damn, we've come so far, four fucking years, man. It's amazing. Yes, we have. 
and um, I heard you was talking about Becky. I, I think it was Cam. We were talking about how she was talking trash to Carmella um, and all that stuff. And she was talking trash to her. I seen that before too, uh, from a person that you don't like, that you despise. Shayna Baszler is doing that in NXT right now. But you know, Becky a little bit oh, yeah. promo than Shane. Well, she was doing it a few months. Yeah, when she was like bullying the locker room in Dakota Kai and shit when she was champion. Yeah, I definitely picked up on that. I was like, oh, there, she's just uh, a better uh, Shayna Baszler. I mean, Shane Ray, what she did was it was good. It was compelling and good stuff. But um, but yeah, obviously they're different different characters, and uh, she's got a, her twist on it. Like she straight up went the line of like, "Yo, you're in my division. You're my problem. I'll break your fucking arm." Like, damn, Becky. And <laughs> so. tell your husband to go <laughs> to go grab your bag because he's gonna have to. Because you ain't gonna yeah, be able you to won't walk be able to carry him. <laughs> that was awesome. And she said, I don't care about um <laughs> what happened in Milwaukee anyway. <laughs> Milwaukee. I like how she was saying it like Milwaukee, who cares? <laughs> you about to get you about to get these hands, you about to get that arm broke. That's what you think the word about. Right. <laughs> right. And I'm surprised so, you so ain't real- speak more about that. What? About your boy Aiden what, coming the, out there dropping that heat. Yeah, no, it was, I mean, it's one of those, they, they set it up and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. I mean, we talked, somebody brought it up earlier and I, you know, I, 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 you know, put Aiden over. But, yeah, no, good stuff. I mean, I'm glad they didn't blow their whole, uh, blow their whole wad, so to speak. You know, like, you're going to make you wait. Like I got video. I, I'm going to just say Milwaukee about that time in Milwaukee and then may, say I got video footage and then maybe show the footage next week. Maybe stretch that out as long, you know, as long as you can. But yeah, no. Um, yeah. Hopefully it doesn't get like the damn Ziggler, Lana, Rusev bullshit because that was trash. Um, but because they have a personal connection, you know, Aiden and, and, and Rusev and Lana. It'll probably feel a little different than that Rusev Ziggler line of bullshit because that was trash. Yeah. And Lana and was playing into it. This this one she's not, so it's definitely different psychology. Yeah, and, and Aiden is seeming more like a scorn a scorn manager, like like the um, New yeah. State Farm commercial with uh, Aaron Rodgers and his um, real agent come in and he like, oh, I didn't know today that I was gonna have a new rival. Game on. <laughs> I didn't see that. You know, uh, real quick while, while while I'm looking at it, uh, Will Johnson, who called in earlier and talked about the show uh, on Long Island coming up, um, it is it's beyond wrestling, uh, and the show is WWR versus the World, and it's this October. Oh, so it's the same. Yeah, yeah, it's the same uh, same day as. Uh, as evolution. So. Man, they dropping the ball with that pay-per-view too, man. I see y'all talking we'll see. about I mean, um, I got talked into, oh. like, there's a lot going on. Uh, so, oh, shit, Jordan Only Grace is going to be on that show. Um, oh, shit, Karen Q is going to be on that show. I got to, like, to go to fucking Long Island. God damn. Um, a lot, man. A lot, man. And uh, what's her face? Uh, 
um, the one that got released that Leo Rush was talking shit about, Emma Tennille Dashwood. She's going to be on there. And and is Jazzy Gabbard the, is she the alpha female? Isn't she the alpha female? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that her? So they just put alpha female. Uh huh. But they put yeah. Jazz, and then the next name is Alpha Female. I think those are two different people. Okay, yeah, it might be. But, yeah, Jazz Gabbard was not in there, I think. Um, nickname also. But they, I guess they would say a full name. But, uh, man, that, that looks like a good show. I hate that. Oh, my God. She's so cute. I hate. I hope they do more promotion and draw up more people who would go to the Evolution show. Because WWE show ain't promoting it right, and I don't want to hear the hear them excuses people giving them about not promoting it because Crown Jewel only had one match name. <laughs> so and they promoting that and talking and amping that up to be big, where you got multiple matches of people who's healthy, who's still healthy on the show right now, talking about it, and just like they building with Triple H. And Undertaker having people talking, you can build it with the um, legends who coming back to wrestle on the show, like the leaders, the Trish Stratus, all of those, and do interviews with them, having them build up their matches and stuff like that, or just have them build up that they coming to wrestle on this pay-per-view and what it means to them to be able to come back and wrestle on this pay-per-view. Stop giving WWE these weak-ass excuses because excuses are tools of incompetence, being, building monuments of nothingness. And we know that they um cheapening them women out for the um, for the dollar and, again, for this um Saudi Arabia bull crap in uh, a match that's not going to live up to expectations. doesn't have to. It's... You know, that's a one-man show, or that's a show uh, audience of one. So, yeah, getting a billion bucks for you know, or whatever they're getting for you know, they're gonna do what they're gonna do. Bare bones, one-match show. Who cares? So, uh, all right, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this shit up. I got something to do. Um, appreciate you, man, hanging in there and giving us yeah, some, no problem, uh, good minutes. Um, yeah, so we'll uh, Darrell from uh, Georgia. Uh, we'll be back uh, next week uh, for the for the uh, live show. Rich and I will be by in a little bit, and you guys will be able to download that in the morning uh, for VIP. Ooh, wow! This is Jesse Alaban with the legs and the extension and the oh, the cannonball senton. Nice. I like her. I mean, she likes six damn one so. Yeah, I already got my got my vote. Somebody with some height, some size. It's just this Conti chick. She's so trash, though. She looks better, certainly better than she did last year. But I'm just soured on her. So whatever. Fuck out of here, that bullshit ass judo man. That's about body fetish. Shut up. I mean, look at her body, though. She's tall drink of water. Golly. Little little shorts, little jean shorts. Perfect. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so Rich and I will be by uh, bringing another hour or so of content. And that will be on the VIP side of things. So, uh, yeah. 
everybody that joined, um, all your emails, all your calls, uh, your participations, uh, St. Cam, co-hosting, and all you guys for listening and participating in the whole thing. So I uh, appreciate that. I'm Travis. I'm out. <laughs>